Hey there, Guilty Pleasures listeners. This is Lou. Just wanted to jump on the podcast right up front to tell you a little bit about what you're going to hear and why you're about to hear it. First off, what you're about to hear is a rebroadcast of the greatest 90s song bracket battle that we had on Facebook Live in early June. I'm putting this out in the Guilty Pleasures feed for a couple of reasons. First, it's got a lot of familiar voices, people that you've heard on Guilty Pleasures if you've listened to the podcast long enough, uh, and I think you're going to enjoy hearing us kind of uh, go all in on some 90s songs. We had a blast doing it. I really did enjoy it, so I think you're going to too. Also, I know it's been a minute since I've put something on the podcast feed, and I wanted to say right up front, uh, no, I am not quitting the podcast. The podcast is still going on. It's not over. Uh, I just personally needed to take a little bit uh, a time off. I needed a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, call it a mental health break, if you will. Um, like many people, I've been greatly moved and affected by what's going on in the world around us, especially... Um, in, in the recent weeks, we recorded uh, this podcast right before the um, uh, all the protests started happening around the country, uh, in addition to what's been going on with the coronavirus. So it's really been, you know, it's been a heavy few weeks. I know it has been for everybody. And for me personally, uh, I a lot of those things weighed on me really heavily. And I felt if I couldn't do this podcast and have fun doing it, and if it felt just more like a chore, it was going to sound like a chore. And the last thing I want to do is... Uh, bring down what I think is a really fun show that we've done uh, and and our guests that bring so much humor and energy to the podcast that if I was going to half-ass it, it was going to come off in the podcast and I'd rather just take a step back, take a, take a little bit of a, of, of a breather and kind of get my thoughts together before we move on. But the good news is I've done that. I think I'm ready to come back. I'm excited to come back because we're going to do uh, some really fun movies coming up. I already know we've got a short list uh, that could change at any time, but uh, but I know we're talking with guests uh, about doing Xanadu, uh, about doing Rhinestone, about doing The Fanatic, lots of fun stuff. So I hope you you stay with us. I appreciate you staying with me. If there's anything else that you want to hear, uh, reach out to me. Find me on Twitter at the fake blue hair on Instagram. I hope you guys are doing okay. Um, that's the one thing that I've taken away from kind of this time off is, you know, uh, I really appreciate anybody who listens to me ramble on about trash movies and I hope you get some joy from it. And, uh, it's really important to find joy in the world where you can. It's really important to share joy when you can. So I hope you're finding joy. I hope you're sharing joy. I hope you're being safe. I hope you're wearing your damn mask. Uh, but in the meantime, I hope you enjoy tonight's uh, presentation of the greatest 90s song bracket battle. Well, hello out there in podcast land. And welcome back to the Front Row Network of Podcasts, and welcome to another special episode. We're back. It's our third installment, the trilogy, I guess. We're completing a trilogy now of brackets uh, here in this uh, quarantine era. Uh, we started with March Movie Madness. That segued into April TV Madness, and we're back now with May Music Madness. So let's talk about the greatest 90s song of all time. I'm your host, Lou Hare. I'm very excited to be with you tonight. We've got a great panel. We've got great songs to talk about. We're going to 
have some drinks, fight over some songs, and crown the greatest 90s song of all time. Joining me tonight, uh, our illustrious panel, uh, first and foremost, uh, my lovely wife, Donna Harris. How's it going, Donna? Pretty good. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. Glad to you to bring your wild card That's presence right, as I'm always. <laughs> All right. And uh, returning from our April bracket podcast, a couple of front row regulars. Uh, but please, first, uh, welcome back to the podcast, Steve Ponzo. How's it going, Steve? Good. It's going good. All right. Thank you for joining us again. Of course. Also, uh, from that panel and returning another front row favorite, Miss Tiffany Topol. How's it going, Tiffany? Oh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I do know. Actually, yes. I I do know. Yes. All right. And rounding out the panel tonight, uh, we have a newcomer to the Front Row Network. Uh, He is a singer-songwriter whose music you can find on Spotify, Apple Music. Please welcome Calvera. How's it going, man? Hey, thanks for having me. What's up, Steve? Didn't know Steve was going to be here. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My man. (laughs) All right. And, of course, in the control center... We have our editor-in-chief, Mr. Jeremy Geckner. How's it going, Jeremy? What it is, everyone. If anything goes wrong, uh, send all hate mail to the fake blue hair on Twitter. Um, uh-huh. it, it was not my fault, I promise. Please, please do. I mean, up my traffic at least a little bit. I mean, it's the tape <laughs> at this point. That's what we're going you know? for. That's what we do. Ratio me to hell. I don't care. That's fine. Let's, let's uh, you know. All right, so... You know how this works by now. This is our third month in a row doing this. And uh, what we've been doing is we started off with 64 songs from the 90s. We split them up into four regions, the pop region, the pop rock region, the alternative and hard rock region, and then finally the hip hop region. We've been letting you vote uh, from, the in- from the outset. You took 64 songs. You whittled it down to 32. And tonight... Live on Facebook, we're going to take it from 32 all the way to the finale uh, and determine the greatest 90s song of all time. First up, Jeremy, uh, you, you got some graphics you can show us. Where where are we standing Absolutely. right now? Absolutely. Look at this gorgeous graphic here, man. Uh, that's oh, that's what we do here. Uh, yeah, props to Lou Hare here on just whittling the 90s song catalog down into 64 entries because uh, not, not an easy task. No, a decade's worth of music is, you know, surprisingly hard to go through. Uh, and uh, to, to whittle it down to 64, we tried, we did what we could to make sure we had a good representation of artists and try to figure out what their maybe signature song might be from the decade. Uh, and, and, and of course, incorporate as many genres. Sorry for you country fans out there. I apologize. Again, send me those hate tweets. Bring them. Absolutely. <laughs> But let's start off with the pop region. And uh, Jeremy, what do, we, what do we got in the pop region here? All right. Well, let's zoom on in to the pop region here. We're going to see some quite amazing matchups. Uh, first of all, right here, um, 
we're going to recap who did who did what to get to the second round. Uh, the number one seed, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston, taking out Ricky Martin's Living La Vida Loca to get in through. They will be ta- she will be taking on Britney Spears and Baby One More Time, which took out Stay by Lisa Loeb. Uh, I would consider that an upset personally. Um, speaking of upsets here, Fantasy by Mariah Carey going down the number five seed to the number 12 seed Vogue by Madonna. Punches her ticket into the second round. Another upset city here in the pop region. The 13 seed, This Is How We Do It by Montel <laughs> Jordan, takes out Janet Jackson, and that's the way love goes. Uh, back onto the chalk route here. End of the road, boys to men, the number six seed, taken up, tearing, or taken down, tearing up my heart by NSYNC. The number three seed, The Wannabe by the Spice Girls, taking out My Lovin' from In Vogue. Number seven seed, Waterfalls by TLC, taking out Killing Me Softly by the Fuji's. That's just an evil, evil match out there, Louis. <laughs> and rounding out the pop region, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion, taking out I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys, leading to this very, very insane region that we have put together here for your voting pleasure. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Let's start with this first matchup. The number one seed, <clears throat> I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston versus the number nine seed, Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. Since this is, I'm sure, a very easy decision uh, for you, I'm going to let you start it, Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I talked about this before. (sighs) This is really difficult for me as a, you know, in the first part of my youth, I was obsessed with Whitney Houston. And then in the second part of my youth, I was obsessed with Britney Spears, sometimes in a bad way in that I uh, created a hate site uh, about her when I was 13. I spent my time hating somebody so much that I learned HTML so I could make websites for her. Against her, rather. Um, But much like Caddy Heron in Mean Girls, my obsession with hating Britney Spears just turned into a general obsession. And then I ended up wanting to be her. Um, So only because, only because I Will Always Love You was originally not a 90s song. I'm going (laughs) to All right. That is one vote. Uh, for Britney Spears, uh, Gabe, what what say you? Well, it's this is a tough one, y'all, because I mean, if if it's like how do how do you decide what's better? Because it's not just the performance, right? I mean, if it's just the performance, then it's a no brainer. Whitney Houston, I will always love you. It's a classic. I think one of the greatest pop performances, perhaps of all time. I don't think that's controversial, and yet. As a composition for its place in pop history, I think that Hit Me Baby One More Time is undeniable. That's one of the earliest hits of Max Martin. He wrote and produced it, I believe, all by himself. I think he had another co-producer. But to me, that, that has always been one of his crowning achievements as probably one of the most impactful pop writers of all time. I think that's up there for him. The bridge of Hit Me Baby One More Time is one of my all-time favorite pop bridges. I'm sorry, Whitney. We gotta go with Baby One More Time. 
All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to even, I'm going to disagree uh, respectfully because uh, it's early um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm only, and I'm only one beer in. Uh, I, I'm going to say this. I think this is an, and we'll, I think this will be a theme as we go through the, through the night of what is the, what's a better song? Who's a better artist to represent the decade? What song also to me, there's also just that nineties, thing of when I think of the 90s, what do I think of? And I'm going to show my age a little bit here. And I'm going to say, to me, when I think of the 90s growing up as a child in the early 90s, I Will Always Love You was everywhere. It was, you, it was inescapable. And I also think it's incredible, like listening to it today, how influential it is, how many like singers after that basically sang that style. Not that that was the first time that, you know, that kind of, you know, vocal uh, performance was used, but it was certainly perfected maybe. And, and so in terms of the sound of the nineties, I think that's, that song had a lot to go for it. Uh, So I'm going to give my vote to, I will always love you. That's going to make it two to one. Uh, Donna, what say you? All right. So never in my wildest dreams, what I ever think of is going to vote the way I'm going to vote. Uh Oh, but one, because I misremember both of these artists as not being in the 90s. <laughs> uh, and two, Tiffany makes a good point about I Will Always Love You was not made song originally by Whitney. Uh, and my heart always goes out to Dolly Parton. Who's doesn't? So I- I'm surprising myself by saying Britney. Wow. Hit me, baby, one more time. Wild card. Right off the bat. I did not, would not have expected that. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, Quite all right. Majority rules already. That's three. (laughs) That's a clincher. Britney Spears, hit me, baby, one more time. And she's hitting Whitney right out of the bracket already. That number one seed going down. I like it. Wow, right out of the gate. It's already. That's we're throwing we're throwing down the gauntlet. Steve, what was your vote gonna be? I think I would have went with Britney. Right. I just yeah. I mean, I will always love you is clearly a better song, but obviously. <laughs> but okay. I think Britney encapsulates the nineties and that right. video to me is like a top five nineties memory. Okay. All right. Well, Let's move on to our next matchup here. Uh, a couple of upsets here. The number 12 seed Vogue versus the number 13 seed Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. I mean, first of all, Mariah and Janet both getting bounced in the first round is mind-blowing to That's me. nuts. That's, that, that, that's insane to me. I mean, again. And now Whitney. And now Whitney. <laughs> Like we've lost but Mariah. We, our hands for that. we the, oh man, this is yeah, this is already brutal. But here we go. Uh, Montel Jordan's. This is how we do it. Madonna's mm-hmm. Vogue. Steve, uh, I'll let you start it this time. Um, this is weirdly easy for me, and it's it's gonna be. This is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we do it. That's I'm not with you right now. I think has played it at. Every party or any dance from the '90s on, and it's it is a jam, is what it is. Vogue is great. Uh, David Fincher uh, directed video, launched his oh. career. 
Um, but as a song, I don't know. Eh. Never, it's never done it for me. Ugh. And I apologize. It, Tiffany, I feel like, I, so I, I, I feel you have a retort? Yeah, I'm obviously voting for Madonna Vogue. She was actually, uh, before Whitney, or at the same time, my first true musical love. As like a, a lot of these. Um, and uh, Vogue, uh, much more culturally impactful than This Is How We Do It. Yes, I warmed up in jazz class in fifth grade. This is how we do it. We did across the floor. We did this. This is how we do it. Like, yes, of course. Very, very prevalent um, in my youth. But Vogue, I mean, started a whole... Right. Yeah, but who cares about that? Who cares about that? You still doing that? You still doing this? (laughs) I did it this afternoon. All right. I, stand I, I, I will just point out from the control room, <laughs> HBO Max currently has a reality competition show based around voguing. So that's one of their first things that they put out there on HBO Max. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, wow. Okay. I've, I've, I, executive Border, we're canceling the podcast. The rest of the show is just down a voguing for two hours. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's one to one Vogue. We got, we got a tie. Gabe, what say you? Well, so I'm going to, I had some things to say about this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to stop the suspense. My vote is for Vogue. Both these songs slap. Okay. They both slap. Um, Vogue to me slaps, but I, I will say that um, if anybody watches Pose um, on FX, one of my favorite shows, um, it's kind of inspired by the film uh, Paris is Burning, I believe, which is about um, the ballroom scene in uh, New York in the 80s. And so, so that's the thing with Madonna is that there's the fine line between is she pioneering something and taking something to the mainstream or is she appropriating a subculture to cash in on it? Who am I to say? But I do know that um, Vogue was what um, raised awareness and made mainstream this um, beautiful subculture that was going on in the ballroom scene. And um, so that's what I think of when I think of Vogue. So that's that's what I got to say. If you take away that video, though, is it a better song? It's a great song. I listen to that song all the time. And then there's more. Okay. So, so, so I'm at a quandary here with this because I think they're both good songs, but I'm also looking at like the, the, it's hard not to like divorce the fact that it's Madonna who is this incredibly iconic artist versus Montel Jordan who uh, did not have the same uh, longevity of his career. Like he had that, you know, that song and that was it. And then Madonna, it almost feels like you're putting him up against like Madonna's entire body of work in a way when you don't vote for Madonna. But I also think this isn't even maybe, I don't know if it's even one of my more favorite Madonna songs. So, uh, and yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to tie it up. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Montel on this. I think (laughs) Steve loves Montel Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this is how I do it. Montel's getting my vote. I'm tying it up. Donna, you're the tiebreaker. Well, you better strike a pose because I'm uh, voting for Madonna. 
I kind of knew that was yeah. that one. If you had voted if you, two times in a row against songs that I thought you were going to vote for, I would have been stunned. But okay, all right, no, all right. Any anything you want to add to that before we move on, or you just? Well, my sister was a huge Madonna fan. I'm sure she still is, but I can just remember hearing all of these songs played over and over and over again. Like I actually know the words to most Madonna songs, where I can't say that about other songs. Fair. I mean, all I know is this is how we do it. It's Friday night, and that's it. I didn't even remember that far. That's all I knew. <laughs> I'd sing the whole song, but there's a copyright thing. I, I just I don't want to bore you all, so we'll we'll move on. All right, next matchup: the number six seed, End of the Road, by Boys to Men, taking on uh, the number three seed, Wannabe, by the Spice Girls. Uh, I'll start this one off. I, I'm, I'm such a boys to men Homer. Uh, this is way easier for me. And <laughs> like, I just, again, I'm showing my age, but again, that their, their window was, was small, but they packed it with a lot of hits. And this was their biggest, one of their biggest ones until they did one sweet day with Mariah Carey. And this was like number one for months at a time. And it's, it's, it's a great ballad. We don't have a lot of ballads on here. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go, uh, boys to men, uh, control room side note, Lou. I had a question from my wife. Why not? I'll make love to you as the boys to men entry. Because end of the road was actually a bigger hit. It was the top selling song of, I believe 95, the year it came out. And it's a, from a movie, right? Yes, it's from End of the Roads from Boomerang. Uh, who can forget Boomerang? Who can forget Boomerang? <laughs> it was, you know, it was my love of David Allen Greer and Robin Gibbons that really put this in. I've been, I, I, I've been exposed. Uh, no, but no, yeah, you could have picked a lot of Boys to Men songs. I went with this one. Uh, I stand by it, and I'm voting for it. So there you go. Uh, Steve, what say you? Wannabe. Just, it's the goddamn best. <laughs> <laughs> you love Wannabe? I love Wannabe so much. I love I have, I have uh, drunk karaoke that song. Um, yeah, it, it, is, it is such a joyful track that I, I can't say no to it. All right. Gabe, what say you? End of the road. No, it's not even, I don't even have to think. That, and the, to me, that's the, one of my favorite song of, songs of the 90s. Um, and I, in my opinion, it's the, it's the superior voice to men tracks. It's amazing. The harmonies, the breakdown in the middle. Oh, my God. That's all we've got to the end of the road. It's perfect. The harmonies are just stacked and it's perfect. Oh, my God. End of the road. I'm now, I'm now deeply regretting from my days as an actor not using that monologue as like an audition right. piece. <laughs> that shit is so sad. I hope that guy, hope that guy worked it out. <laughs> I don't know. They got to the end of the road, so right. he maybe. Hopefully, he learned to let. R.I.P. We'll see. All right. All right, uh, Donna. What say you? 
So again, never thought in a million years I would vote for the Spice Girls, but here I am voting for them because I did not remember End of the Road. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Off your uh, – that's, that's fair. All right, Tiffany, you're the tiebreaker. Who's moving on to the Sweet 16? Is it Boys to Men or is it the Spice Girls? The Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that song – was a cultural and musical shift. It smashed every, like, it was all grunge all the time up until that moment. And suddenly the dam was broken. And that's when we got all the late 90s pop music was because of Wannabe. So. Not sure I knew what London was before that. What'd you say? I'm not sure I knew what London was before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Where is this? What? England. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, here we are. We're closing out this region for this round. We have the number seven seed TLC's Waterfalls versus the number two seed Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. Uh, Tiff, you closed the last one out. I'll let you start this one. Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> Would you, do, you, do you need to hear the panel argue about it first? Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, Steve, you're up. Man. I feel like My Heart Will Go On was just everywhere. I, I think I like Waterfalls more, but I, f- I feel like I got to go Celine on this. I, yeah, I feel like every girl alive was obsessed with that song. <laughs> And therefore, I had to pay more attention to it. <laughs> My man. <laughs> it did not work out. <laughs> we were all with Titanic. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Gabe, what's the song? Yeah, um, Celine. All right. Two <laughs> votes for two votes for. I'm Celine. not going to filibuster this time. I'm just going to say it. Celine. Yep. All right, Donna. Well, I'm chasing waterfalls. Ooh. Yeah. But not the waterfall poopies. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> that, is, that is an inside joke that just made a, some people very happy and most of the listeners very confused. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to our, our folks from uh, WIU voice class. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's got to be an NPR one of first there. Yeah. There, Camera class. Okay. Oh, camera class. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to tie it up because I think the exact, uh, your logic, Steve, for why you're voting for is the reason I'm not voting for Celine. Um, Because, you know, sometimes the song is inescapable and it's a good thing. Sometimes it's inescapable and it's not a great thing. And for me, that song was... kind of like the Titanic itself. Exactly. Yes. And it was inescapable to the point that my heart will go on was the theme to my senior prom. And not just the song, but Titanic in general. So all of our pictures, our senior prom pictures are on the deck of the Titanic. (laughs) That's pretty, that's pretty bleak. Did you all take pictures with like one person on a, on a, like a door frame or something (laughs) while like everyone else drowned in the pool? Mm -hmm. I was about to say, I need to know how many King of the World poses there were in these pictures. (laughs) Too many, too many. If there was one, there was it was too many. But no, 
it, I'm sorry. That song, Celine. I've I've warmed to Celine over the years. She's a wonder. She's got. She's a wonderful voice. Uh, but to me, uh, if we're thinking about what brings back nostalgia and memory for the '90s, that one does it in all the wrong ways. So uh, I'm going to vote for TLC Waterfalls. Uh, so Tiff, uh, now that you've heard all of our very well reasoned arguments, nope. Nope. <laughs> who gets your who, who gets your vote? TLC or Celine Dion? Celine is one of my goddesses. I uh, I love her. When waterfalls would come on when I was driving back from from dance class, I would hear the very first and I would go insane because I it was my favorite song. And um, I'm gonna vote for waterfalls. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Let's also not forget the the weird owl parody, uh, Don't Go Making Phony Calls, was also <laughs> very good. Hey, has Celine had a weird owl parody? Uh, I don't think I, so. I find it very hard to believe he hasn't parodied like not even a polka or something. Not even a polka? <laughs> not even a polka. But he, has to, not even a polka. he has to get permission, though, to do that. I, I don't see I think, her. No, he doesn't. He, he, does, he does it. He volunteers permission, but with parody law. He can just do uh, it. He could just say, Celine, I don't I care what you say. Integrity. It is. It is. I, uh, I, I don't know. Celine seems like she'd be okay with it. She's got I a mean, sense of humor. She's funny. I mean, well. did you did you hear the Deadpool 2 song? I mean, come on. This is true. <laughs> if you haven't heard Ashes, people, it's awesome. It is sweet. All right. Well, uh, we're not going to hear any more from Celine because she's out of the tournament. Uh, TLC is moving Peace. on. That's that's going to do it for the pop region. Let's go over to the pop rock region. Jeremy, show us what we got here. Yeah, funny enough, you guys only picked one song that uh, the listener, the, the Facebook followers on the front row on Facebook chose, which was Waterfalls. You differed on every other pick in that region. <laughs> so I'm just we, sorry, please. Great start. Great start. <laughs> um, all right, here are the pop rock region. The number one seed, Hold My Hand by Hootie and the Blowfish, took out the number 16 seed, One Headlight by the Wallflowers. That's a deceptively close matchup, I think. Um, the number eight seed, One Week by the Bare Naked ladies moved on taking out two princes by spin doctors in the linguistics uh matchup there um <laughs> number five seed run around by blues traveler took out cheryl crow's all i want to do the most insane seed. thing i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> man we got we got some feelings on that one uh this is the one i have feelings on the number four seed semi-charmed life by third eye blind taking out tub thumping by chumbawamba i guess oh, you guys don't that. like motivation I, I wanted that one so bad. Uh, the number six seed, Ants Marching by Dave Matthews Band, goes down to the number 11 seed, Fly by Sugar Ray. Uh, Good Riddance uh, by apparently Warren G and Nate Dogg. Uh, and <laughs> Oops. Uh, that'll, that'll come up later, guys. Uh, but, but Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by Green Day, moving on, taking out Mr. Jones by the Counting Crows. And again, Lou, just a terribly evil matchup. Um, the New Radicals, Get What You Give, the number seven seed goes down to Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, uh, taking in that Meg Ryan, Nick Cage magic. And the number two seed, Losing My Religion by R.E.M., taking out Closing Time by Semisonic. Again, deceptively close matchup there, I think. All right, so let's get into it. Our first matchup, the number one seed, Hootie the Blowfishes, Hold My Hand, versus the number eight seed, One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> Uh, Steve, let's start with you. 
I loved Hootie. I had, that was one of my uh, BMG Music Club albums, and uh, <laughs> probably the one I played the most. I, but there is, <laughs> I don't know if it's because a recency bias of how funny I find One Week to be, not necessarily a good song, but just a funny song, but I think I have to pick that. And fun fact, in my quarantine insanity, I've decided that, yeah, I'm going to try to write a, a Bare Naked Ladies uh, musical. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, Lou would love that. By oh. that, I mean, I'm just smashing songs into a playlist and trying to think up a story in my head, and that's as far as I'm, I'm just sitting right now, Steve. I'm, I'm the front row in NPR Illinois are calling the premiere of that <laughs> right now. Right, we call shotgun on that. Yeah. Show. All right. All right. I'll keep working. So I feel like I feel like I'm pushing for this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is t- okay. I, I, I need a minute. I like- honestly, I I I need a minute on this one because I've got some deep feelings about this. So, uh, Donna, I'll kick it to you. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go again with someone I never thought I would vote for, but I'm gonna go for the bare naked ladies. Um, it grates my nerves less. Yeah, damn. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tiffany, how about you? I mean, I the whole idea for the Bare Naked Ladies musical came one night when we were just hanging out, probably having wine. And I mean, it's it's an I know almost all the words to one week, and I couldn't sing you more than three words of hold my hand. So I'm voting for fair naked ladies. Okay. Well, that is a, that's, that's a clincher already. Uh, Gabe, do you get any thoughts on that matchup before we move on? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I can't, I can't argue with anyone. I know I got, I got some gruff, uh, some, by, some guff by some people about, uh, Hootie having such a high seed, but I, I will remind people that no, that, al- that song in that album, that album is still like in the top 20 highest selling albums of all time. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, it, I, it sold like 17 million copies. And like five singles. Yeah, it was a massive hit, but only for about a year. And then after that, so it's like, yeah, like if you want a time capsule of the 90s, Hootie's probably it. Um, but yeah, One Week's probably is a more fun song. Bare Naked Ladies is a, a, a better band with a, a better catalog. So I have no problem with an upset on that one. So it's going to move on. It's going to face the winner of a number four versus five seed. We've got Blues Traveler, Runaround versus Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charn Life. Uh, <laughs> Gabe, since you didn't get to vote last round, I'll let you start this one. We'll go with uh, Semi-Charn Life. I think that Runaround song's a, a bit um, annoying, in my in my opinion. <laughs> Look, I don't speak I don't speak for the people. This is just this is just your boy Calvero. But uh, yeah, Semi-Charm Life. It's a good one. All right. That's one vote. Uh, Tiffany, how about you? Um, well, first, I'm my favorite Blues Traveler song is Hook. Mm, great. It's the only Bless song you. I've ever called in to request at a radio station. Wow. I was in fifth grade, and I was so nervous. My heart was pounding, and I was like, hi, can you please play Hook with Blues Traveler? <laughs> and uh, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. We're actually just about to play Run Around. And I'm like, Wow. This is bogus. So, um, yeah, semi-term life. 
Brute <laughs> <laughs> Hook, devastating. Yeah. Hook is my Hook is my stealth karaoke jam. Oh yeah. Because no one expects that one. Everyone's like, I thought you were gonna sing running around. No, no, you go oh, hook. Hook's a better song. How does, how Hook does is by far again? the superior song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hook is because the hook <laughs> brings you back. And then you get to spin Blue. on that one. Wow, there you go. Boo, you've got an elegant mixed voice. <laughs> John Popper thing down, man. By the way, everyone look up Emma Stone lip syncing hook on uh, Jimmy Fallon because it's pretty awesome. Uh, everyone loves Hook. <laughs> well, back to the actual matchup. <laughs> now that we've sung the praise of oh, Hook. Hook won this whole thing. All right. Yeah. Wow. The greatest Hook's song the of the night is Hook. Hook. Hook's the greatest song of the century? <laughs> we, we, we've done it. We did it. Good night, everyone. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. There it is. So we got two votes for Semi Char in Life. Uh, Steve, what say you? Yeah, I'm gonna go semi charmed life. Uh, even though I am a huge fan of that Blue Traveler album, also another BMV music pick for me. Um, yeah, if it was if it was Hook, this would be different. But yeah, I'm gonna go semi charmed life, baby, uh, baby. All right, all right, that clinches it. You, you got any uh, thoughts, Donna? Before we I move on, I was going that way as well because right. I remember uh, back in the day I bought you a harmonica. <laughs> to learn how to play like blues travelers and no you never played it our, our daughter played it while learning to potty train wow more than you ever played it in wow, your life kind of personal yeah. hey the the potty training blues uh slapped it did she was a great harmonica player at two it, it was a bop i'm not gonna lie okay uh, so all right that's gonna do it for that matchup Let's go to the next one. We've got the number 11 seed, Sugar Ray's Fly, over the number, versus the number three seed, Green Day's Time of Your Life, Good Riddance. I got to say, I'm really stunned that Dave Matthews did not advance. I kind of thought that Mm -hmm. there were still enough people that were fans of Dave Matthews, but apparently not in our Facebook uh, group. So, on the Facebook group, saw Lady Bird. I got. I got to ask the question, Lou. Like, why ants marching out of the massive amount of songs they released in the '90s? Because that was one where, because they didn't have a lot of like high charting hits, so like it was kind of a mix of a lot of different things you could have chosen. That's the one to me that I think culturally you still hear, like that ants marching. Like I know, like Community used it a few times. Maybe I just put it in there because it was on Community. But uh, but I think, <laughs> but I do think that song's been. Uh, existed more in, in popular culture than a lot than some of their other songs have. So uh, that was the one I chose. That's that's the you know questions to ponder. If I had picked a different Dave song, would they be here? Uh, but I didn't, so they're not. So here we go. Uh, Whoa! Like existential. <laughs> there are so many timelines based on what songs I could have chosen by different artists that yeah. we'd be here all night. So. Let's get to it. Uh, Gabe, let's start with you. Um, could someone could someone sing, but could someone hum a, a, like the chorus of Fly for me real quick? Uh, I just want to fly. What do you want? Oh, hell yeah. I got to go with Fly because when I, when I look at the title of Time of Your Life, Good Riddance, don't tell me Good Riddance, Billy <laughs> Joe. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> You know, I'm graduating. I'm sad. You have to say good riddance. I'm going to miss these people. I had the time of my life. 
I'm going with fly. To the red. Hot take. Miss, miss me with that attitude. So would it have mattered what Green Day was up against? Would you have voted for anything else? Um, no, it, it depends case okay. by case, but, okay. but you know, the fly that's catchy, you know, it's like, <laughs> the, the chat room it's mentions so that, uh, you had to ask, well, how does it go? Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, oh. the, the chats did mention that ants marching was also in an episode of the office too. So that wasn't it in lady bird as well. I believe oh, it was, was yes. That was crap. It was. I was remember the episode of The Office. That's when uh, Andy Bernard is uh, at a uh, roller rink and uh, he's asked for no Dave Matthews hits, only B-sides, but they play hits marching. And he's, <laughs> All right. Steve, what say you, uh, fly or time of your life? There's a part of me that wants to pick time of your life just because the other Green Day song got voted out, but... I don't know if I can do it. It, it reminds me of the uh, <laughs> the Seinfeld finale because they played it, and I was just like, "This doesn't uh, work at all." Um, right. And I remember seeing Fly for the first time, being like, "Maybe my hair should look like that." <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that with Billy, with Billy Joe, so I'm gonna go Fly. Woo. Yeah. All right, I know. And wasn't Sugar Ray like in his thirties when that came out? I think he's That's awesome. Yeah, he's probably like I think he's like seventy now, and he's had yeah. like work done though to try. Oh to get yeah, him. oh yeah, he looks like he was dipped in plaster. All right, uh, well, Green Day's in a hole. They're down two nothing. Donna, are you clinching it for Sugar Ray? No, you gonna... I'm digging him out of the hole, and I'm going Green Day. Okay. All right, that's two to one. Tiff, what say you? Nimrod was in my BMG Music Club. Oh, yeah. That's the first CD I ever bought with my own money. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But we're not talking about Nimrod here. So I have I to, know. So I'm to question, saying. what's BMG Music Club? 12 CDs, just write the one. Yeah. It's oh, a deal. They did that even we, when it, we knew it got we, out of tapes? We we knew it yeah. earlier as Columbia yeah. House. Oh, sure. Yeah. We're, we're a little older. So, Back in um, my day, you went to Columbia House. <laughs> and you got your tapes. Mm-hmm. Two different two different companies. I think okay. I did it from both. Yeah, I think um, I did too. And uh, Good Riddance was my eighth grade graduation song. So, uh, oh, I'm going Green now. Day. Oh, all right. Oh. We got a tiebreaker. I thought the two of us would be switched on these modes. Uh-huh. I surprised myself. <laughs> all right. So the tie's coming to me. Sugar Ray or Green Day. Uh, I, <laughs> I love a good upset. I really do. Um, but no, I, you know, it didn't fit, but the fact that it is used as part of Seinfeld, like kind of adds again, I'm going to the, I'm, go, I'm playing the nineties card again to say, you know, it was a real seminal moment and that song's part of that. So uh, as far, as far as the time capsule, that is the nineties is concerned. I think you probably, if you made a montage, if you made a, a, a slideshow of photos from the nineties, you'd probably use time of your life as the as the song in the background uh and so for that i'm gonna vote for green day it was close sugar ray almost pulled off the upset but no if i can just if i can just say to anybody watching who unfortunately dyed their hair bleach blonde i see you 
<laughs> you matter to me. Blue. Blonde lives matter. You, you, <laughs> oh, no. Let's not go there. Uh, I'm one of those people, so thank those, you. Yeah. Yeah. There's some oh, pictures we need I, to see. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Wow. I had the, I had the, uh, the frosted tips that weren't frosted enough because my hair was like too odd. dark. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we just had to do the whole thing, and it was awful. It was a wow. shit show. I'm glad I didn't know you then. Hey, it might get weird. Let's Clearly, I didn't know that. myself then <laughs> if I was doing things like that. So, all right. <laughs> Moving on, closing out this uh, region for the second round, we have the number 10 seed, Iris by the Goo <clears throat> Dolls, versus the number two seed, REM's Losing My Religion. Uh, Donna, I'll let you start this one. It's got to be REM. Like, there's no other way to vote. But then again, I am of a different age than the rest of the people here. So uh, REM was a huge part of me growing up. Um, so there's no other choice. Yeah, that was one of those. That was a video that was in heavy rotation on MTV and had all this symbolism that we all thought really meant never something. Saw never saw, oh, you, yeah, you, like it's. I never watched music videos. It was so. it was during the very self important era of music videos when everything was like really you know deep and layered. And that's what REM is. They deep were and layered. It was okay. I mean, it's the best song to wear a flannel to. Ooh. Okay, that's controversial. That's a hot take. Right there. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's one vote for losing my religion. Uh, Tiff, what say you? Oh my god. Oh my god. It uh, sounds like a vote for losing my religion. So let's. Uh... <laughs> I'm one of those people that really loves um, shiny, happy people. <laughs> You're one of the weird people. It's a good song. They did it on Sesame Street. Yeah, that's where it belongs. And they did Losing My Religion on Sesame Street. Yes, Elmo went to some dark places. That wouldn't be appropriate. (laughs) It's for children. It was Oscar the Grouch that did it. Uh, Yeah. 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 Dolls was my uh, second concert ever after the Jan Jackson Velvet Rope Tour. I went and saw Dolls and Sugar Ray and Fastball. Ooh. Not 90s enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everyone got their own pixie stick when they walked in. Roasted. I'm, I'm, I'm aging myself here in the way Donna was saying she's aging herself. I think I have to go with Iris. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's one. That's one to one. Gabe, what say you? Well, I, I'll concede. Um, REM is a superior band with many great albums, but Iris makes me cry. It makes me cry. I listen to it. The melodies are so good. And I I just want to stand on like, uh, what do they call the field where the airplanes land? Like an airplane landing strip. I just want to stand in that vast area and and sing, scream, sing that chorus. Mm -hmm. I have one beer. (laughs) (laughs) Just one and here I am. Biked on the middle of the street with no hands. Don't do it. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. (laughs) Oh, right. Okay, Steve. Well, That's so, uh, it's, uh, you clinching it for the Goo Goo Dolls, you're going to tie it up. Clinching 
making it for the good. I honestly hate that REM song. <laughs> I hate it. It's not their fault. And Iris is one of my favorite songs of the '90s, if not my favorite. Yeah, this is. I would agree with. I'd agree with that because I love REM, and I. Why think, did you pick that one? I picked that one because it is uh, one of their biggest hits. Uh, that video won Video of the Year uh, on the on the VMAs. So it was a. What about Night Swimming? See, that's not. That wasn't. They, I don't know if they actually released that as a single. And I think they're one of like they're a great album band because I think if you talk like Automatic for the People is one of the great albums of the decade, but Definitely. you the, like they're more like again they're the the sum is you know what is that the uh, the, the all the parts you know well, I don't even are you trying to oh, it's so the sum the sum is greater than the sum of the parts correct <laughs> and so yeah they you know they're they're not necessarily like what single could you pick from them that would be like the absolute go-to for, for what's the quintessential REM single? I think you're I guess right. losing my I think religion. Right. religion or everybody hurts. Everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. hurts is a Fair great enough. song, but that, Fair yeah. Enough. I got, I got a soft spot for man in the moon personally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> I don't think I would shout, shout out Andy Kaufman. Still yeah. alive. Oh, still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think well, I think we have a good plan as an REM tribute band when this is all done. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, but uh, for now, uh, losing my religion has lost its place in the tournament. Iris is going to move you on. Have voted? Can I we stay together as a couple. Yeah, I would have voted REM. I would have. I REM I, again. That's where one the band means more to me than the Goo Goo Dolls. Although I will, I'll, I'll talk about Iris in the second round. But uh, let's move on. I'm going anywhere? That's all. It's not, it's, all right, it, maybe it's poised for a deep run. You got to watch out. Those 10 seeds, they'll get you. So, okay, let's move over to the hard rock grunge uh, region, alternative rock region. Jeremy, what do we got? Yeah, okay, let's look at somewhere how we got to the second round here. The number one seed, Steed, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, taking out Plush by the Stone Temple Pilots, the 16 seed. Enter Sandman by Metallica, I think suffering a slight upset here um, to Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. That's a tragedy. Um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, but if you want to keep going with the upset train, 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins, the five seed going down to the number 12 seed, Wonderwall by Oasis, a.k.a. everyone else's karaoke jam. Number four seed, November Rain by Guns N' Roses, also goes down to Just a Girl by No Doubt, the number 13 seed. Um, in what was probably my toughest matchup here to decide, number six seed, Basket Case by Green Day, goes down to Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden, the number 11 seed. Brutal matchup there. Brutal matchup. Uh, the number three seed, Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know, goes on over Buddy Holly by Weezer. Again, just I hate you, Lou, for making me choose between <laughs> those songs. Uh, the number seven seed, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers, takes out Loser by Beck. Again, what the hell is wrong with you, Lou? And the number two seed, Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Hey, what, what? Shout out to my name. Uh, taking out the number 15 <laughs> seed, Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz. And yes, I do know what Jeremy is about. And no, I am not proud of what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get into it here. Uh, let's start this first match of the number one seed, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana versus the number nine seed, Sabotage. Gabe, I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, you. You already seemed a little miffed at Sabotage advancing. Is that correct? I mean, 
Miffed, miffed is a strong word. I would never, I would never use miffed lightly. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for my, my sharp oh. tongue. I, I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, um, enter Sandman. Yeah. I like that one, but, uh, let's go with, uh, smells like teen spirit. Cause I guess it was uh, culturally impactful and such. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, that's number one. Uh, that's Another great Weird Al parody, too. Oh, yeah. One of his best. Probably, yeah, one of his best. All right, Steve, how about you? Yeah, teen, it's Teen Spirit. I do love a sabotage. I also love a plush quite a lot. Whoa. But, uh, but Teen Spirit's a clear winner. Okay. All right, Tiff, you closing it out for Nirvana? <laughs> this was a nail biter. Yeah. <laughs> really? Hey, it, sometimes things are one seeds for a reason. Uh, and yeah, all does, right. That's, does this decision get closer for everyone if it's Enter, enter Sandman? No, no, uh, really. No, it's farther. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't. It's like that song. That's a weird song because it's '91 technically. I don't even think of Metallica like as a '90s band, even though you know that was their you know, like biggest hit. So I, I don't know. I guess because they're maybe not part of the grunge scene and more metal. I don't know, yeah. but I guess, but I mean, it, you can't not have it in there, but uh, no, I actually a spot for it because of the, the Yankees. Cause Mariana Rivera came out of the bullpen to that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> career, but it wasn't enough to, to sway me though. It, it, it is a great hype song. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and it also uh, was a great entrance theme for the wrestler, the Sandman for ECW. I was about to say, it seems like that would, would be a wrestling. Oh, his more en- than he a was the okay. worst wrestler in the world with one of the best entrances of all time. <laughs> How did he get the rights for that? They didn't because they were not WWE. <laughs> <laughs> they just so ripped it. They ripped it, it. they ripped it off. And when he went to WWE, they used it one time. WWE said, "We're going to pay Metallica once." That's all you get. You get that one entrance. It was glorious. They never used it again. Okay, but enough about Metallica. Sidebar. Uh, Okay, Nirvana's going over the Beastie Boys very quickly there. So let's just, let's keep it on moving. And let's get to uh, a couple, another pair of upsets here. The number 12 seed, Wonderwall by Oasis versus the number 13 seed, Just a Girl by No Doubt. I'm going to start this one because this is very easy for me. And that's, and that's No Doubt. I have to, that, I love that song. That song's grown on me so much uh, over the years. Uh, And maybe it's my recency bias after it got used so well in Captain Marvel, but I don't know. Uh, It's, it's Gwen Stefani and No Doubt all the way for me. Uh, Tiff, how about you? If this were spiderwebs, <laughs> <laughs> the dramatic pause that was so good. It might be a different story, but I think I have to pick Wonderwall. Mm-hmm. All right, that ties it up. Steve, how about you? Yeah, it's Wonderwall. I love that one. Okay, Donna. I loved this song as a freshman in college. It defined What's it gonna be? a generation. What's it going to be? There's no doubt that it's no Whoa. <laughs> bringing out the drama. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. All right. And bringing it even out because that ties it up. That makes it two to two. Gabe, you get the tie-breaking vote. Who's moving on to the Sweet 16? Oasis or No Doubt? So Wonderwall has a lot of baggage because to me it's like 
Wonderwall and Wagon Wheel, you know what I'm saying? Are those songs that it's just like every drunk jerk sings it at the bar. I remember when I was living in this dump of an apartment in my early 20s, there were these like Irish exchange students that were singing Wonderwall at the top of their lungs at the crack of dawn. And it was just like, it was horrible. It, it haunts me to this day. Um, <laughs> just a Girl is a great song. I'm more of a don't speak man myself, but mm -hmm. it's good as well. Um, but Wonderwall, I just, you can't, you can't walk away from the silky buttery melodies and the, um, the, the performance. It, it's just such an iconic pop song. So smooth. Gotta go with Wonderwall. All right. Gotta go with Wonderwall. I'm, I'm learning why I'm less popular in bars. Because <laughs> you would sing no, 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 because I wouldn't sing Wonderwall. I would sing Don't Look Back in Anger. That's, I was that's picking a, an Oasis that's song. Jam. That's the yeah, one. That's a great song. And so, like just the, the, the mug flying. Yeah. So I'd rather sad. hear that at karaoke than Wonderwall. I, yeah. Oh, sure. I'm, yeah. I'm done hearing anyone else do Wonderwall. Like, I also think that like when you when you think about '90s chord progressions, it really is Wonderwall. You can sing like, all their songs, like "Eagle Eye Cherry," <laughs> it's all the same progression to me. That's Wonderwall. All right, "Eagle Eye right. Cherry" is a top karaoke pick of mine as well. <laughs> all right, moving on to the next part, we have an upset here. Uh, the 11 seed Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden <clears throat> against the number three seed You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Donna, I'm going to start with you. So again, your freshman year of college, I think, really cements stuff with you. <laughs> and I got this CD as a Christmas present. So it's going to be Alanis Morissette. Yeah. I don't know. Jagged Little Pill. Okay. Gabe, what say you? You Ought to Know. I'm going to go with You Ought to Know. See, I could be on the radio. <laughs> See what I did there? It was, was very good. It was very fun. Phenomenal play on words. Yeah. That's what they do on the radio. They do puns like that. Just like me. Figured it out. All right. Steve, how about you? Well, you ought to know that Black Hole Sun is not going to beat you ought to know. Oh! <laughs> oh nice twist. Okay. You could be on the rival radio show. <laughs> I think it's a competition of who wore it I, best. I think Soundgarden <laughs> just fell into a black hole sun. <laughs> the rest of the show is nothing but puns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule. If you have to vote, you can Love only it. vote oh, vote via pun only. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so well, that's that's uh, an early sweep. Uh, Tiff, did you have anything on that one? It has to be a pun. Um, it might have been a jagged little pill for me to swallow, but I actually felt moved to vote for Black Hole Sun. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. All of a sudden, I was like, well, I actually don't like You Ought to Know that much. I like Jagged Little Pill. This is another, like, automatic for the people's type uh, sure. argument. And I love Black Hole Sun. Wow. Awesome. Tiff, what's your favorite song from Jagged Little Pill? Um, probably, uh, you learn. Whoa, deep cut. Deep cut. And, uh, I also love the hidden track, Your House. Wow. Remember the hidden tracks? Yeah. 
Missed they're that. still there. They're just not as surprising because right, it's just on Spotify. It's hidden yeah. track. What's the point, <laughs> idiots? Yeah. Mean number 12? Right. All right. So Alanis Morissette's advancing. She's going to take on the winner of our final matchup in this round for the Hard Rock Alternative matchups. The number seven seed, Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge versus the number two seed, Jeremy by Pearl Jam. I feel like Pearl Jam wants to eat our face in that picture. It's a very, it's yeah. like he's aggressive. The whites of his eyes are so white. Yeah, and his, he's baring his pointy teeth. <laughs> so old. Okay, uh, so are you scared away from voting for Pearl Jam? <laughs> no. Voter intimidation. From the names of the songs, I, I can actually remember Jeremy. I can't remember. How does the Under the Bridge go? I played it for you. Today. I know, and I was like, oh yeah, Red Hot Chili <laughs> Peppers. It doesn't stick with me. Wanna feel like oh, I feel like I do that yeah. day. We're going to go, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a vote. That is a vote. Apparently, I just volunteered myself to answer that one. So. You did. You did. All Sorry right. That. Okay, nope, that's, I didn't mean that, to No, that's fine. Thunder. That was a throat. That was actually a throw to you. I'm very good at what I do. <laughs> No. Okay. Tiff, how about you? This is so funny because these are both songs that Steve and I like sing at home jokingly. Yes. Mainly just like one word of each. Yeah. Steve will, Steve is always like, I don't want to want to boom. And then, then he, Jeremy. Jeremy, he'll sometimes out of nowhere just go, ding. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing in the world. So growing up with this song, I had to learn how to do that all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, I'm going to pick Under the Bridge. Yeah. All right. That's going to tie it up. Uh, Steve, what say you? Um, I think I have to go Under the Bridge mainly because my older brother played this song on repeat and it drove me insane. Uh, and just based on... <laughs> The fact that I can sing more of Under the Bridge in a joking way, I think means it's a better song. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We got All right. Jim Derogatis. And I like his cool dance moves on that. All right. That's two to one for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Gabe, what do you say? Is uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers advancing or are you going to tie it up? Well, Under the Bridge is a harrowing song about the perseverance over addiction, so I would never make light of it on a radio program. That would be wrong. Um, I, have a, I have a problem with, with Pearl Jam because I'm a little younger than the rest of you. And so I, I, uh, that, that 10 album was a little late for me. And so what I came of age with was like Creed and Nickelback. And to me... I personally, I could be completely wrong, but I blame Eddie Vedder for that that sound of like singing like there's like, like dry. There's like, I heard someone say it's like dry Entenmann donuts just in their mouth. And I just can't enjoy it. It's just too dry. It's too dry. It's too muted. I know he's very good. I know technically very good, but Under the Bridge is a great song. Friggin' Creed, man. wow so this yeah this this just floors me because i again i i think also this is maybe the rem factor with pearl jam because jeremy has lost in this in now our podcast on the front row page 
and on my personal page where I run it in the first round. And, and that stuns me because Pearl Jam is one of the few bands that's actually still like recording, still touring. There is still a huge act to this day. So I kind of thought that uh, maybe, maybe I overestimated the overall love for the band versus that song, but uh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, the people have spoken. Yeah, RCP is still kicking too. It's true. That is true. That's of, of all the bands that we've got, they're, they're you know, the, both of them. So, okay, cool. Well, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to advance. That's going to close out the Hard Rock Alternative region. Let's get over and let's talk some hip hop. Uh, I got some thoughts. Uh, okay. Uh, actually, I don't have thoughts because... <laughs> I don't have thoughts just yet, but uh, I've got some thoughts we need to talk about when we get to the Sweet 16. Um, But in the meantime, Jeremy, uh, show us what we've got for the hip-hop region. Yeah, I just want to apologize to everyone that the um, Broadway Enthusiast podcaster is about to say some of these titles. So um, (laughs) enjoy this, everyone. Um, The number one seed, (laughs) California Lovin' by Dr. Dre and Tupac. uh, Taken out, What a Man by Salt and Peppa and En Vogue. Uh, That was, was, if I remember right, a pretty close matchup, Lou. There was a lot of Salt and Peppa love on on the page. There was, I believe. it, it It was a pretty close vote. Uh, the number eight seed, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot, Taking Out the Humpty Dance by Digital Underground. Oh, <laughs> Just love that you put those two together. <laughs> um, anyway, number five seed, Gin and Juice by Snoop Doggy Dog at this point in his career. Taking out the number 12 seed, Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z, also known as Ghetto Anthem. Uh <laughs> Again, Broadway enthusiast there, so maybe I should have voted for that one. Uh, and the number four seed, Gangsta's Paradise, Coolio <laughs> featuring LV, uh, takes out It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube, the number 13 seed. Um, what I think is actually a moderate upset here, the number 11 seed, You Can't Touch This, MC Hammer taking out the number six seed, Jump Around by House of Pain. Ah, oh, that one just hurts a little. Uh, the number three seed, Regulate by Warren G and Nate Dogg. They also wrote good riddance, I hear. That's, that's nice that they wrote the <laughs> uh, They took out the number four seed, Hip Hop Ray by Naughty by Nature. Uh, number seven seed, Nothing But a G Thang by Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Dog. Taken out, Notorious B.I.G. and Hypnotized, the number 10 seed. And rounding it out, it's nothing without a 15 seed upset. Mama said, Knock You Out, LL wow. Cool J. Taken out, Mo Money, Mo Problems by Puff Daddy Mace and the Notorious B.I.G. Everyone enjoy. I think yeah. I have more problems with this than I do with any of the other ones, but that's fine. <laughs> so what that you, means what, Lou's got to throw it to you problem? first. <laughs> yeah. No, go for it. What? What? No, what I just think that this whole section in general, I just don't agree with the winners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good. We've got some things to talk about. I got. I yeah. Rita Wilson is also very mad at us. Um, I got a letter. Hip hop parade in advance. She's very pissed at me. But uh, Rita Wilson. Yes. No. <laughs> Did you not see her quarantine video when she wait, wait like Tom Hanks' wife? Yes. <laughs> no one, no one gets. Oh right. yes. School us. Okay, so uh, one of the many things that Rita Wilson did while they were quarantined in while Australia, while she had the COVID, was a, a, a video of her rapping hip hop hooray uh, very well to the point where then she then recorded a studio version of it with Naughty by Nature. That's what we call cringe, folks. <laughs> so, proof that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson can do anything and get away with it. Yep. Amazing. So, all right. So, let's start with the first matchup here. We've got the number one seed, 
California Love versus the number eight seed, Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Uh, Tiff, I'll let you open it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, well, obviously, Dr. Dre and Tupac are much more legendary uh, rappers than uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I mean, Baby Got Back, everybody, Baby Got Back is a gimmick. I'm voting for California Love. All right. Throwing down the gauntlet, Donna. Well, I'm going to have to go with California Love because that used to be your ringtone for like forever. So, uh, another sidebar, our our daughter was in the hospital having heart surgery at like day five. And Luke. Right now? No, no, no. 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 When she was <laughs> born. <laughs> 10 years ago. Spoiler alert, Racket. she's fine. Oh, we got her um, up. Oh, Lou, you and, need to not be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's, she's, she's under anesthesia. She's yeah, fine. Yeah, she's good. She already filled so, out her back. She's asleep. She's in we are, we're like, our, our, our daughter's life is in peril, and all of a sudden, I remember going, Lou, you've got to change your ringtone. I, I can't take this. This is. This is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> we learned the dark side of joke ringtones <laughs> that day. That <laughs> <laughs> at the tensest moment of your life, all of a sudden. But I'll say this. Normally, it's a good time. Yeah, I still bop to it at the time. I was like, okay. You better not have. <laughs> all right. So there's it's two for California love. All right. Uh, Gabe, how about you? I didn't quite care for the uh, VH1 television programs where they had C-list celebrities talk about pop culture. And as memory serves me, the only song they could ever think of to talk about was Baby Got Back. So I'm going to go with California Love. California Love. All right. Well, that's a sweep. Uh, that's three to nothing. Uh, now, what would you have voted for? Oh, I would have voted I California Love. love for Baby Got Back. No, I do. As much as I like a video where a guy raps on a giant ass. Um, <laughs> that's why I, I would mean, have voted. You normally spout this like poetry. I showed, I, I, so I showed these videos to Donna today. Because remember, I don't watch she's never videos. She's never watched music videos. And we get to Baby Got Back, and before I turned it on, I had to say, now just so you know, this is a parody of the sexualization that was going on in music videos at the time. And go. And there's <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot standing on a giant butt. Um, anyway, no, that's fine. So, uh, no, I would have voted for California Love. It, it absolutely would have gotten my vote. So it's going to move on. It's going to face the winner of a four seed versus a five seed. We've got Gin and Juice by Snoop Doggy Dog. Yes, thank you. I did use his 90s nomenclature. Uh, what is he now? He's just Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog. He got rid of the doggy. It was a very John Cougar Mellencamp situation. Oh, don't forget <laughs> Snoop Lion there for a week. Yeah. He, was, he was Snoop Lion for a minute, yes. All right, and he's going to go against the number four seed, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Uh, Tiff, let's start with you. Oh, Gangsta's Paradise. Okay. Yeah. Period. End of statement. All right, Steve. <laughs> he's thinking he's deeply. He's contemplation. Come on, Mike. I'm going back into the, to the memory bank. I think I got to go Gangsta's Paradise. 
I just love that fat sweaty guy singing that chorus in that video. Mm-hmm. As Coolio screams at Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Right. The chair turned around. Yes. All right. And a chair like this. Yeah. Being very hot. <laughs> All right. Coolio, I mean. Coolio, all right, that is, that's two to nothing for Gangster's Paradise. Uh, Donna, what say you? Gangster's Paradise. I'm sorry, did I, I probably should have said Gangsta. What, like, what, how? It's Gangsta's Paradise. Yeah, I said Gangsters. Okay, well, that's fine. All right. All right, that's a sweep for Coolio. Uh, Gabe, do you get any thoughts on that one? Oh, oh, He's muted. Unmute. Okay. Gabe, did you have any thoughts on on Gangsta's Paradise versus Gin and Juice? Oh, Gin and Juice. I'm a music fan. (laughs) Dang. Okay. I feel really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, it's Gangsta's Paradise is moving on. Uh, Next up, we've got. The number 11 seed, MC Hammers, you can't touch this, versus uh, the number three seed, Warren G versus Nate Dogs, Regulate. Uh, this is what we would call in the pro wrestling world a real clash of styles. Right. Um, maybe the most disparate matchup in the, in the hip-hop region. Uh, so I'm very curious to see how it plays out. Steve, we'll start with you. He's muted. Are you muted? How did I mute people? I can hear everybody, I guess, except Steve. Yeah, he's muted. So. Here. Hey. Oh, there you go. Hey, great. He unmuted himself. Okay. Wow. He broke free of your tyranny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going Regulate. I still love that song. I remember being at a friend's backyard barbecue and this song came on and I was singing along and someone older than me was very impressed. <laughs> Oh. And that's it. I don't remember who that person was or what was happening, but I remember feeling very cool. Can you sing, very, can you sing it for white. me now? Because I, I can't remember I, how it goes. Uh, oh, I'm muted again. I'm muted. No, no, no. You're not. Go ahead. Because somebody's going to have to. Maybe this isn't the round where we sing things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe not. we just take a pass on this <laughs> region. I don't remember this one. I know you <laughs> give me the melody, but I have no clue what the words are. It's funky. It's real fun. Yes. Yeah, you can play. You can do can the. You hum it? And, well, you can start the beginning because the speech is from Young Guns. Regulators. Regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. Can't be any geek off the street. Did you play this? Yes, I did. I played this for you today. I remember "geek off the street" because I thought that was a weird term. Yes, because they—they—that was a—that was from Young Guns. They ripped that. That was the. That was a speech from Young Guns. Regulators, mount up. That is from. That is from Young Guns. So, yeah, I love. Okay, this. all right. Uh, you know, I'm just going to move on. I'm going to clinch this for uh, regulate. This is uh, yeah. look look to to say something about MC Hammer. I know he's kind of fun to dunk on uh, now, but like that was a massive crossover hit. Uh, MC Hammer was a big deal in the early '90s, um, so and that's a that's a fun song. Regulates the per one of the one of the great like car songs, like cruising in your car songs. Like 
you instantly feel a little cooler listening to that. So I'm going to vote for regulate. It's moving on. It's going to face the winner of the number seven seed, nothing but a G thing by Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Dog versus the number 15 seed, LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out. I'm very curious. Uh, Gabe, we'll start with you. This is the first one that um, that is difficult for me because nothing but a G thing. I'm, say, I'm saying G thing because I'm quite white. Um, <laughs> but musically amazing. Mama said knock you out, though. The energy, the raw power, the sparse, the sparse, is it sparsity or sparseness of that one? I... Ooh, which way, which way do I go? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Mama Knock You Out. All right, that's one. Steve, what say you? Oh, man. I feel like I'm fighting my inner whiteness right now, and I, I want to vote for months. Hey, that. you've got some outer whiteness, too. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, boy. Um, yeah, I want to say Mama said knock you out because ladies love cool James. <laughs> cool James. That's, that's, that's what it means, yes. Okay, well, Tiffany, is that true? Uh, do ladies love cool James, and, and are you going to clinch it for him, or are you going to uh, help Dr. Dre get out of this hole? It is nothing but a G thing for me, my friends. Respectful. Respect. Have I been pronouncing it wrong? Nothing but a G thing. I thought the, it was the, the title proper says thang. Um, however, I, yeah, I think, I, I think if I'll feel a little weird saying it. Title proper is also nothing, just, just what I'm saying. Nothing but a G <laughs> thing. Nothing. Okay. All right. Uh, Donna, what say you? This is my first time learning what LL Cool J stands for. <laughs> and it is correct. I am voting for Mama Gonna Knock You Out. What an upset. I love it. Wow, a 15. Making it to the 16. There it is. Mama said knock you out. I, look, I think Dr. Dre's represented uh, um, in, in another song as is Snoop, so I'm okay with that. Um, but this is the time where I will say before we move on to our sweet 16 voting, that the listeners of the front row disagree because their sweet 16 has no gangster rap in it at all. Their sweet 16 ended up with Sir Mix-a-Lot, Coolio, MC Hammer, and LL Cool J. So I'm glad we've at least got some, uh, fighting shot here with some of these, uh, with some of these people. Uh, so we've got a nice little variety there. So that's going to take us to the sweet 16. Jeremy, uh, can you uh, do, do a quick uh, round review for us, and, uh, and I'll be right back. Yeah, absolutely here, okay? So Lou's going to step away for a second, so now everyone be afraid. Be very, very afraid. <laughs> All right, let's recap here. As we get into the Sweet 16, the pop region, Britney Spears and Baby One More Time, the number nine seed. She's going to be going up against Madonna and Vogue. Uh, if I remember right, these two made out on the VMA stage one time. So Nice. 
interesting discussion. Uh, the number three seed wannabe by the Spice Girls. They are going to be going up against another girl power group at that time. Waterfalls by TLC, the number seven seed in the pop rock region. We've got the number eight seed, Bare Naked Ladies in one week, taking out Hootie and the Blowfish versus the number four seed, Semi Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Number three seed, Good Riddance Time of Your Life by Green Day is going to be taking on the number 10 seed, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. And one of those is going to get there to the Elite Eight. Over in the alternative hard rock region, we got Smells Like Teen Spirit, the number one seed by Nirvana, going up against the number 12 seed, some would call it a Cinderella story, on Wonderwall, by the way. <laughs> number three seed, You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette, going under the bridge there against the number seven seed, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And, of course, in the hip-hop region, we have California Love by Dr. Dre and Tupac, the number one seed. They are going to be going up against the number four seed, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio featuring LV. Number three seed, Regulate by Warren G. And Nate Dogg will be rounding it out against the Let's, let's just call it like it is, guys. This is the absolute upset Cinderella darling pick. Uh, LL Cool James, who all the ladies love, apparently. The number 15 seed with Mama Said Knock You Out. I'm just telling you right now, this bracket is getting crazy. Lou, I think it is back to you. All right. Well, here we go. Let's get up to that pop region. We are we're getting into some rarefied air here now. The number nine seed, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears, taking on the number 12 seed, Vogue by Madonna. Gabe, I'll let you start this one. Hit Me Baby One More Time. Okay. All right. That's one for Britney. Steve, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to go Britney as well. You know my thoughts on Vogue. (laughs) Donna? Okay, so even though Brittany did air on Scrubs, I believe she was a ringtone for one of the characters. Mm, I can believe you're thinking of NSYNC. Oh, is it? Okay, yes. shoot. Okay. I'm when, still going to vote when... for Madonna. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love Scrubs. I was going to give her a little bone. I mean, she was on How I Met Your Mother. Does that count? No, she was terrible. <laughs> she was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. As what? I don't know. That's Oh, oh was she. All right. Yeah. I must have stopped watching by that time. <laughs> All right. That is one to one. Tiffany, what say you? I think this will be a um, an instance of the student becoming the master, and I'm going to have to vote for Brittany. Wow! Wow! Shakespeare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that's two for Brittany, one for Madonna. Steve, uh, you tying it up? You giving this one to Brittany? Oh, yeah, it's, it's Brittany. <laughs> All right, it's Brittany, bitch. Let's do it. Hit me, baby, one more time is, uh, excuse me, just baby one more time. I sound, I, I'm, 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 I'm showing my age here. Baby one more time is advancing to the Elite Eight. It's going to take on the winner of... So just a question. Okay. So the hit me baby one more time. She's talking about being called, right? Allegedly. As she said, she goes, it's not like physically hit. It's like hit me with a sign. Like hit me with a sign that like you're, you know, you're interested in me. That's what she said. Okay. Okay. And it was written by somebody whose language is not English first. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. That explains a lot. (laughs) Okay. 
All right. So baby one more time is going to go on and it's going to face the winner of, uh, again, two, two very strong female groups, the number three seed, the spice girls and wannabe versus the number seven seed TLC and waterfalls. Donna, I'll let you open this one up. TLC waterfalls. The spice girls always got on my nerves. That's why I didn't think I'd ever vote for them. Yeah, I you know, there is a very I think there's a very fine line in terms of how old you were when the Spice Girls broke and you were you were either I was older. Yes, you, you were <laughs> you were very yeah, it's you know, it's like the Ewoks. They were yeah. either super cute and cuddly or you hated them. And I I think they the the Spice Girls are the Ewoks of the 90s. I guess that's what I'm going wow. for. <laughs> wow. Generational divide. Do people not like Ewoks? I know, yeah. it's crazy. There are there, there are some people who don't like Ewoks. Older people, so. mostly. People born before people the seventies. Correct. Who are watching it? I yes. guess in the seventies. Yes. Well, did the Ewoks Western. come later in the franchise? Then Ewoks didn't show up till Return of the Jedi, and so after Empire Strikes Back was a little darker, and everybody liked it, and it was really good, and then Return of the Jedi came out, and here were these murderous teddy bears. Yeah, uh, people but then Jar like, Jar, but then Jar Jar comes along, and everybody's like, "Oh, I miss well, the Ewoks." Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. They're like, "See, <laughs> could have been worse." <laughs> All right, so uh, that's one vote for TLC. <laughs> uh, Gabe, what say you? Um, ooh, this, this is actually a tough one too, but I'll go with Wannabe. I just think um, uh, it's such a. Lots of high energy. Reminds me of like just crushing it at the bar mitzvahs back in the day. That was that would be bumping big bar mitzvah song. Lots of energy, great melodies. Yeah. Okay. Wannabe. All right, that's one to one. Steve, what say you? Wannabe. What a champ! What a champ! All right. Wannabe. That's two for wannabe. One for waterfalls. Uh. -uh. Please. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna tie it up because I think I know Please. where we're going anyway. <laughs> so just for fighting, I'm chance. gonna give them a fighting chance, and I'm gonna say waterfalls. I'm gonna say first of all, um, if this was no scrubs and it lost, y'all would have lost your damn minds. But I did go with waterfalls because the technical was a bigger hit. That's why it's on the bracket. But I I love waterfalls, so it's getting it's getting my vote. Uh, that's tying it up. Tiffany, what say you? First of all, I disagree. I do not like the song No Scrubs. Woo. I don't like fan mail. I think it's a weak follow-up to the masterpiece that is Crazy Sexy Cool. I, That's I would, a sweet song. Hey, compare it. Yes. Album to album, I would agree with you. But, I mean, No Scrubs today still. Eh. We'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about it later. You don't like No Scrubs? That song's amazing. Um, no scrubs in the box. Having been a scrub, I find it very offensive. I'm currently <laughs> a scrub. And Donna loves scrubs, as we know. So, ah, I married one. Ah. Ah. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna vote for wannabe. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Zach Braff. <laughs> yeah. I I appreciate there being some semblance of drama with that vote, even though I a hundred percent knew who Tiffany was voting for in that. <laughs> All right, okay, so that's gonna that's gonna do it for the Sweet Sixteen in the pop region. Let's go over to the pop rock region and our first matchup. 
the Bare Naked Ladies, one week versus the number four seed, Third Eye Blinds, Semi-Charmed Life. Uh, I'll start this. I gotta, I gotta be a homer. I look, Bare Naked Ladies is probably one of, if not my favorite group. Why do you keep saying homer when you talk about them? Because when you are like, it's a sports term that like you root for the home team. And that you like if it, like in a sport if like your team gets a call that goes your way. Yeah, I was wondering if this was like a Simpsons like reference. No, not a Homer like a, Simpsons thing. No, like a- no, it's like a bias towards the home team. And because Bare Naked Ladies is my home team, uh, I will that I'm giving them my vote, even though I could hear an argument for why Semi Charm Life might be an actual better song than One Week. Um, but I'm going to vote for Bare Naked Ladies because. Eh. Uh, them in the Elite Eight feels good to me. So that gets my vote. Uh, Steve, how about you? Um, yeah, Semi Charm Life is a better song, but I'm still going to vote for one week. <laughs> wow, okay. All right, that's two. <laughs> Gabe, what are you doing? You're going to clinch it? Are you, I are want you... something else to get me through this disrespect <laughs> for Third Eye Blind. <laughs> I'm auditioning for the radio right now. That's really good. I do. <laughs> Yo, I mean, Bare Naked Ladies is great, too. I think I was in, I, I might be revealing my age. I think I was in, like, third grade when that song came out. And oh Bare gosh. Naked Ladies, just saying Bare Naked Ladies, that to, to me, they were Marilyn Manson before Marilyn Manson because it was just so, so controversial. Bare Naked Ladies, and they were just a bunch of gentlemen. It was shocking. It was shocking. Fellows? <laughs> but... But semi charm life, it, there's just a darkness to it that I that I feel in my soul. It's gray and it's catchy. Semi charm kind of life by Third Eye Blind is and my vote. For the record, you could just say BNL. There is a shorthand for the bare naked ladies. That's how fundamental <laughs> they are. I think only the douches though say BNL. Yeah. That was that was a community reference. That again, I. <laughs> There was a deep cut community it reference was, for like but... the four people that are watching in the case one of them was a fan of community. <laughs> All right. I was watching it right before this started. Aww. All right. So that's Never two. Never got into it. Uh, all right. Well, we're done here. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Gabe. Uh, we'll You're going to ruin all right. mute him people. Again, so we're going to mute you now. Uh... <laughs> okay. I didn't uh, say I wouldn't. I just say I haven't yet. Well, you need to. I, I had to watch Deadwood. Well, that's over and done now. I don't know. I have no <laughs> so it's community. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Tiff, you going to tie this up or are you going to clinch it for BNL, as I like to call them? Let me turn live. Woo! Tying it up. All right. There it is. There's, it's coming to you, Donna. You get the tiebreaker. Both of these are not really in my wheelhouse. Neither one of these would I put on and go, yes. So it's probably the lesser of the evils. I'm going to go semi-charmed life. Nice. Nice. (laughs) 
Look, it's the right. These are some. These are some nail biters. This is. Uh, it was uh, okay. Well, it, I think I would have felt bad if Bare Naked Ladies actually got through. It, it, it was a good run, honey. Thanks. All right. Okay. Well, here's okay. Your ring back. Thank you. Thank you. It was good. It was a good. Almost, good. Fifteen years. All right. We're good. All right. Okay, but that's gonna do it. Uh, third eye Fifteen blind. years is nothing to sneeze at. That's a it's, good run. Yeah, it's not. It's a good run. Yeah, we didn't quite make it. Almost, yeah. We Longer than months. Community. Oh. <laughs> Just wait until the movie comes ladies, out. Though. Six days outside yeah. my mother. <laughs> All right, semi charmed life is moving on to the Elite Eight. It's gonna take on the winner of Green Day's Time of Your Life versus. The number 10 seed, the Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. How does that one go? I didn't get to vote in this choice, I feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> what? How does Iris hey, go? You did say this would be the round where you said so. uh, Okay, okay. Why is it called Iris, then? Because it's cute. Uh, nobody knows. <laughs> I'm not a fan of songs being named just another name like that's you, cool though if you don't sing it what about like laid by james that's a cool name i love that song that's a cool you, name you just spoke <laughs> gibberish to me i don't know anything <laughs> of what you just said okay i know that song no, but like mm-hmm. it's called laid by james mm-hmm. all right uh, Tiffany, let's start with you. Iris. Okay. All right, Iris. That's one vote for that's one vote for Iris. Uh, Steve, how about you? Yeah, it's Iris. It's Iris. Woo. Let it run. Let it run. It's getting up there. I'm excited <laughs> about its progress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabe. Uh, you gonna clinch it for Iris? You gonna even things up for Green Day a little bit? Listen, I respect Green Day. Huh? Oh. You expect me to do that. Wow. Pull that, that out of thin air. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Good job. Yeah, but I'm going to go with the uh, Iris. Wow. We don't even get to vote on this. Green Day getting shellacked. That's okay. I've already forgotten how Iris goes. <laughs> we'll save that for the next round. Oh, man. I'm, I'm yeah, surprised. If they made it through, I think they'd still be in this, but... If what, what? I said if Basket Case had made it through, I think they'd still be in there. Oh, yeah. Possibly, yeah. But uh, nope, they're, they're going to have to settle for the Sweet 16 because uh, they uh, are have been kicked out by the Goo Goo Dolls. That's going to get us to our... Oh, and that's uh, oh, we're gonna, that's going to get us over to our Hard Rock region and alternative. Uh, there we go. The number one seed... Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana versus the number 12 seed, Wonderwall by Oasis. Uh, Gabe, I'll let you start it off. Oh, my God. This is going to, like, oh, oh, Lord. This is going to, someone's going to find me and give me, like, a swirly-whirly or something because it, it's not the cool choice. But I enjoy Wonderwall as a song. As a li- I know that Smells Like Teen Spirit, better song, more important. Wonderwall, more enjoyable to me. Wonderwall by Oasis. Okay. All right. Uh, Donna, how about you? Wonderwall. Woo. <laughs> wow. Okay. I know. It's, it's, I know. I know. Like, I know. Which song would you rather hear more? 
I hear that. I do. I do think, I, again, I think it's the, yeah, which is just when you're looking at the better song. But again. Because now we're looking at, are we looking at high school Donna or are we looking at college Donna? College Donna wins. Okay. All right. Well. I'll see that fight. <laughs> I, so I'll say this. Um, I can't not, I honestly, I can't not vote for Nirvana to at least make it to the elite eight. Maybe we'll see what it, it comes up against the next round. But I like, again, uh, the grunge movement and the grunge era is such a signature sound of the nineties. And it's so typified by smells like teen spirit. Um, yeah. What am I going to sing along more to wonder? Well, of course I am. But uh, at, at the same time, I respect uh, where it's due. I'm going to vote. I'm going to give one vote to smells like teen spirit. All right. I smell like teen spirit. <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> Did I? Did I? Is that is that what I used today? Okay. I'm I'm concerned for your marriage. There's a lot of there's a lot of friction from this. I'm miffed. Oh, oh no! Oh boy! Oh, no. I, I, I've, oh, no! I've stepped in it now, gang. Oh no! It's, this is devastating. <laughs> All right, that is two for Oasis, one for Nirvana. Tiffany, what say you? This is so hard. Really hard. Just don't look back in anger. Bye, Oasis. <laughs> Wonderwall is like one of my favorite songs, and I'd rather listen to it than Smells Like Teen Spirit. Smells like you said, Smells Like Teen Spirit is like obviously very culturally and musically significant. My heart is telling me to vote for Wonderwall. That's your final answer? That is her final Woo-hoo! answer. Yeah, I'm going to get a swirly. Wow. Wonderful. I'll be there in the trenches too. Okay, what? Getting swirlies. Upset. Oh, upset of the night, I think. A 12 seed taking down a one seed. Wonderwall's going to advance. Uh, Steve, you got any thoughts on that before we move on? I'm glad I didn't have to vote. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> Fair. Very fair. Okay. Wonderwall's moving on to the Elite Eight. It's going to face the winner of a very interesting matchup. The number three seed, you ought to know by Alanis Morissette versus the number seven seed, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge. Very I think it's cool. It's like Steve Tyler there. Yeah. wishes. Guys, I want to quickly point out that recently Bernie Sanders was being interviewed and he had a Red Hot Chili Peppers poster in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we could have had Bernie. so amazing. And there's a whole article on, like, how he has that poster and what it's what's the sto- What's the story? In I the haven't read it yet. I just, I just found the oh, article okay. while looking for that picture. Wow. wow. It is a, uh, it's a Shepard Fairey print. So are you? Oh. did the Obama. Oh. So, Steve, are you following Bernie's endorsement and voting for the Red Hot Chili Peppers? You ought to know he is. I don't know. I, was... I offered Tiffany a pass earlier. You, do, do you want to use your pass right now? Do you need to hear arguments? I think I do. I think I need to use my pass. Okay. All right. All right, Gabe. It's, you're up. You ought to know. 
You okay. ought to know. He was yeah. waiting for the pun to come from that. <laughs> <Those two. laughs> hey, hey, I'm not a pun guy anymore. That His was me pin ten... froze. <laughs> Listen, me five minutes ago, maybe I'd use a pun to lighten the mood, but I've evolved from that. I'm not we're mature not now. Around. We're, we're not punning anymore. Yeah. We're in sweet 16 no. land. There's, this is, this no, is things are getting serious pun. now. So yeah, you ought to know. You ought to know. Okay. Tiff, how about you? Um, I know I didn't vote for it last time, but, uh, the goddess is telling me to vote for you ought to know. Fair. Okay. That's two. Uh, Donnie, you got to clinch it. You ought to know. You ought to know that I am. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'd be, I would be with her too. Again, I don't know. This is an age thing, but if I had to, you know, close my eyes and envision myself in the nineties. That's one of the songs that's on the soundtrack. Right. So, you know, it is, it is quintessential, uh, nineties sound. Is it the connection to, um, to what? I don't, here's Uh-oh. what the connection is to. <laughs> to Dave Coulier. Well, I do. Well, it's, it's the connect. Yes. It's the, yes. It's the tangential connection to Dave Coulier that makes me want to vote for you. I don't know. No. Was it not. revealed that it was about him? That's, that is the rumor. That's, that is the urban legend. And he is a big fan of Full House. So and yes, I, I have and, a couple of pictures. I, I've yes that I'm pointing to. I've met Dave Coulier. It's no, it's fine. It's no big deal. It's whatever. What was their age difference? Because I didn't realize how young Alanis Morissette was when that album came out. They had to be around the same age because he, no. he was so, he was older. He he was definitely older, but not like they were at least a decade. Apart. No, 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 no. So Uncle Joey was in Uncle Joey was in his his early twenties. Phone is dead. Yeah. Uh, You'll have to grab I, your phone. I'll grab my phone for this. <laughs> she's okay. She's gonna fact check this. No, no. Here's my story with you. Ought to know the reason. I think it's ingrained in my mind is that the song came out in the summer of ninety uh, five. And I was, it was on the radio, like nonstop while I was in driver's ed. And the first time I heard it, I actually thought the chorus in the background, it sounded like a, it sounded like the uh, Pepsi commercial. And I was like, man, they're playing this Pepsi commercial a lot. And then I heard, oh no, this is a song. And then I saw it. So now like that song is connected with me learning how to drive and be becoming an adult, I guess. So did you pass your first driver's test? First, first try? I, I did, but he had to re- add my score Mm, he was he gave me this i was very i was very close he uh he was giving me this speech about like oh you'll get it next time it's okay a lot of people fail the first time it's fine and i'm just looking at his clipboard i'm like oh thank you i appreciate that support hey can you re-add that real quick for a second or just one thing he goes re-adds he goes oh never mind and i've been driving ever since (laughs) nice Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I love happy endings. <laughs> I, I've achieved a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So the age difference between uh, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier is 15 years older than a lot of Thank you very yeah. much. Wow. <gasps> okay. Oh, I, I stand yeah. corrected. Okay. Fair. Fine. Okay. Well, we have plenty more time to talk about Dave Coulier because you ought to know is advancing to the Elite Eight. So let's get over to the hip hop region. And our first matchup, California Love by Dr. Dre and Tupac versus the number four seed Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio featuring LV. 
Gabe, we'll let you start this one. We'll go with uh, California Love. All right. Both good songs. Both great songs. But California Love, just, it's so iconic. Okay. Steve, how about you? I really can't picture California or hear it in my head anytime we're talking about it. And I don't know. California with the vocoder. I, I, I know. I don't know. It's not like sparking anything in me. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Coolio and not feel Coolio about it, though. <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah, you've man. heard it's the host of California Love, and you you know if you if you heard that. I'm sure show. I would, and I kind I kind of know it, but I don't know. I don't know. I also think that Amish Paradise, the the parody, made the Weird helps. Al's finest moment. And so. before, when Donna had mentioned that Weird Al had to ask permission, this is a legendary story in Weird Al lore that apparently Weird Al thought that he had gotten permission to do Amish Paradise, but then the song dropped and Coolio hated it. And he publicly talked about how he thought it was diminishing his experience. And they had like, a, they had a feud for a while, Weird Al and Coolio. I remember that now. I do, yep. no, I remember that too. That was- It's like strange hair against strange hair. <laughs> it was, yes. Bad hair day. Yeah. No, okay. All right, that's one apiece. Tiff, what say you? California Love. Okay. All right. That's two for California Love. Donna, you tied it up or you move in? I can live in that beat. California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to say, I, we, I, I think we're allowed like eight seconds of a hook. So I've got it queued up here for you. For oh, you. okay. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know if we get the, the eight seconds we need because this was one of those epic music videos, if I remember right. It was. But, uh, let's see if it. Yeah. There it is. We can't hear it, Jeremy. <laughs> now it just seems really awkward. Like you're like, oh yeah, here it is. I feel really uncomfortable Save right now. Wait, 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 wait. I got this. I got this. Okay. Are we ready? Are we ready? Right, Let's yeah. try this again. Excuse me, I have to take this. We're sued. Okay. okay. As I vote for that. <laughs> and I changed my vote. Okay. All right. There we go. California That's loves great. What have I been doing? I, I feel like NPR might be dropping us soon. <laughs> it might be. It might be. It's fine. All right. Okay. So we've got California Love moving on to the Elite Eight. It's going to take on the winner of the number three Ooh, yeah. seed, Regulate. Warren G and Nate Dog versus the number 15 seed. Mama said knock you out. Uh, okay, uh, Tiff, how about you start this one? That's really funny. I do not have strong feelings about either of these songs. Are you uh, passing? I feel irresponsible giving, letting my weight in this particular one. You say that, but if we end up tying, then it kicks back to you. So I'll tell you what. I'll come to you. I'll come. I'll come to you uh, third. That way, uh, you you don't have that much weight necessarily. Okay. Uh, so we'll let Steve start. Regulate. 
definitive. I like that. This is a dark horse to to make a deep, deep push. Okay. Love this. All right. <laughs> Gabe, how about you? Mama, knock you out. Okay. Donna? Knock you out. Because wow. I still don't remember regulate. I'm sorry. We got to call that up, too. <laughs> so, okay. All right, Tiff. I'll, I'll kick it to you first so I don't have to. Okay, I'll let you do it. Go for it. <laughs> Regulate. <laughs> I feel like she's being coached. I uh, can you close your eyes, Tiffany? And can you say, I, I, I feel like you were I being coached I there. Um, we can go back to the tape. I, I saw I saw some like nodding and some like. No, I was not being coached. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, here, Here's my rationale here. And, and y'all can hate me for it later. Uh, again, LL Cool J was, is when I think of him as an artist and, and most of his run, I associate him more with the eighties. I just kind of do. And mama said, knock you out is technically a nineties song, but it's his comeback. Although don't call it a comeback. Uh, he'd been there for years. That is, uh, so for me, it's not something I necessarily associate with the decade, the way I do regulate. So for that, I'm going to go with Warren G and Nate dog. Regulates moving on. It's respectable. It's respectable. All right. So here we are. Here is our, let's kick it to Jeremy. Jeremy, tell us what, show us our Elite Eight. <clears throat> Unmute yourself first. <laughs> the, the lawyers got to him. The feds broke in. Literally, Dr. Dre works so fast. Um, anyway, here we go with the Elite Eight. Look at this. Look at these contenders here we got. Over in the pop region, the finals. Britney Spears, one, baby, one more time, the eight seed. Going up against the number three seed of the Spice Girls and Wannabe. In the pop rock region, Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charmed Life, going up against Iris and the Goo Goo Dolls. In the alternative hard rock region, the crazy upset, everyone get behind it. Oasis and Wonderwall, the number 12 seed, going against the number three seed, Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. And over in the hip-hop region, the number one seed, California Love, which we all just got sued for, versus the number three seed, Regulate by Orange and Nate Dog. All right, man. Here we go. Elite Eight time. Let's all get serious. Okay. So this is actually uh, the regional finals. So here we are. What's representing what? So basically, we're about to choose the greatest pop song of the 90s. And it's going to come down to Baby One More Time versus Wannabe. A nine seed versus a three seed. We've we've uh, we've been through a lot tonight, and uh, let's let's kick it off. Tiff, I'll let you start. Oh my god, this is it's a real Sophie's choice. Yeah. I can say that because I'm Jewish. Great, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it is, it is. But um, you can't say that, right? right. I can't. Um. Oh my god. It just the, the the answer just keeps pounding and pounding at the front of my head even though I keep going, No, it can't be, it can't be, it can't be. But I think it wants to be wannabe. Whew. 
Okay. Wow. I'm not going to forget this. <laughs> Gabe will talk later. All right. So, so Gabe, is that uh, a vote for Britney Spears then? Dot, dot, dot. Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Okay. All right. That's one to one, Donna. What say you? I don't care. So. <laughs> Let's go to someone who does. Wow. That, oh, You're still mad about tiger. Madonna, aren't you? I am. Okay. Like, like none of these people are quality. Woo. That's, that's, whoa. Where are they now? Whoa, this is on NPR and you're saying this? <laughs> Where are they now? I am miffed. <laughs> okay. My feathers are ruffled. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we will hold off. Uh, Steve, what say you? Uh, I would like to zig a zig. Ah. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that like a British saying? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I didn't no, know it's like from the man show. <laughs> what does that mean? That was their toast. Ziggy zaggy, ziggy zaggy. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so I can either I can either put the Spice Girls in the final four, or I can let Donna, who cares about <laughs> neither of them, be the tiebreaker. I can flip it. Okay. Uh, Ooh, that is an insanely easy choice. Make the right choice, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's okay. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the reverse, L, the inverse of the LL Cool J argument, mm-hmm. because to me, Britney debuts in '98, but I do associate her more with the 2000s because I think her run and her prime occurs so close to the end of the decade that I don't instinctively think of the 90s when I think Britney Spears. The Spice Girls are quintessentially 90s. They are an absolute relic of the 90s. They are an iconic figure of the 90s. So I'm going to vote for I'm going to vote for that. I'm going to go for the the iconography. I'm going to go for wannabe so I'll take that out. I'll take that burden off your shoulders. Well, you made so. a, a wonderful case. So <laughs> yeah, that helped. That helps soften the blow. That helps soften <laughs> the blow. There we go. Okay, so there you go. Wannabe's going to the final four. Spice Girls in the final That's four. That's the pop region champion. Ooh, that is the. All How right. Does this I don't know. What world are we living in? I mean, Britney, Whitney, Madonna, Mariah, Janet. None of them. Hold the candle to the Spice Girls, apparently. That is, that's, yeah, that's some wild. Some might say it's like no, the Jeffersons winning the TV shows. <laughs> okay, so there we go. That gets us to over to the pop rock region. The weirdest matchup of the, of this elite. <laughs> I'm not sure how, I love it. I am not sure how we got here, but here we are. <laughs> Third Eye Blind, Semi Charm Life versus the number 10 seed. Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Can you can you give us eight seconds of that before? Like I cannot. I can't imagine Goo Goo Dolls don't have the lawyers that Dre has at this point. I just can't keep it in my head. They're still going, aren't they? The Googs are going. Yeah. Oh, Oh, they're definitely still touring. They they are still touring. Uh, They were actually uh, in our area a couple months ago. Oh. Anyway, they playing at an Oktoberfest. Uh, I don't think anybody's playing at Oktoberfest. They're on the yeah, I don't think right, anybody's playing of, anything anymore. Yeah, ever since Rita Wilson got coronavirus, people are uh, staying indoors. <laughs> All right, people. Here you go, Donna, for your benefit. 
I blame the Goo Goo Dolls for writing that 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 just engrossing of, a, of an opening. I, yeah, I that's their fault. Mm. Okay, I'm okay. I'm going to start because I'm conflicted here uh, between these two. I have a deeper attachment to that song. <clears throat> I do, but it's a what? I do. You have a deeper attachment. To, to that Iris. song than you do. Then, then I do the other one. Then I do <laughs> like, semi-term life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the thought was complete in my this brain. Not a but then I got to the words. Uh, but to me, that's like the, it's the, I want to know what love is of the 90s. Where it's like, you're Sounds singing, awesome. Like you're the emo, you've got this crush. It's like, I just want you to know who I am. And you're just like, and so, but it's, I think it's a little too, it's, it's you got semi-term life and it's just kind of more of a bop. And uh, I do think bop, I'm you? all about the bop and third eye blind actually has, has actually a, uh, it's one of those bands where you forget how many songs that they had, but they, they had a run. They, they've had some good songs too. They had some winners. They did. And so for that, I'm going to give my vote to semi-term life. I did not envision myself endorsing it to the final four, but here I am. So what happened to Blind Melon? <laughs> the guy died. He died. Well, clearly, but like, <laughs> okay. why isn't this on no, your... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it did not... No, uh, look, a decade's worth of music. Something's I mean, got to make Britney it... Britney Spears makes it, yes. but not them? Yeah, sorry. Well, I was going to... Did What about... Um, I mean, look, we we can we have to move forward. We can't just keep looking at the past, but no Aerosmith um, power ballad? No, no, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, again, I nothing from get a grip. Eyes on this one. Nothing from oh. no get a grip. Probably there, there maybe uh, something from uh, living on the edge might have been a might have been a pretty edge, probably yeah. would have been yeah. crazy. Crazy that whole trilogy of yeah crazy. Uh, yeah, okay. I, look, hey, hey, we had, a, a lot of songs, a lot of songs. a lot of songs. There was You're ten hundred songs out there. You're but a man. I am, but I am, but one. Man, what a man! <laughs> what a what a mighty man. fine man! Thank you. Okay, all right. So that's one vote for semi charm life. Uh, Gabe, how about you? The reasons that you said you don't like Iris are all the reasons that I like it. But I'll also say, I, I Third Eye Blind does make me think more of the '90s. I think that Goo Goo Dolls, that song, Iris in particular, kind of like maybe see it was more of like a glimpse of what was to come into the early 2000s of like the songs that would play on the tv screens at um video rental stores but um i'm gonna go with iris (laughs) (laughs) i felt like you were going the opposite that was a a journey yo i I I feel like we were listening to spalding gray right then (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, well i'm in rhode island so spalding gray he's my guy all right. Rhode Island. Oh. Rhode Island. That's where Spawning Gray's from. 
Right. That, yeah. Okay. Spalding Gray was. Spalding. <laughs> I think if we say his name one more time, we'll get sued. I don't know. Yeah. Is that a thing? Or that's how it works. He just appears, I think. I thought he did. No, he's dead. He, did. he's dead. he passed a, exactly. a while ago. A while ago. Our, unless his spirit is yeah, active. Spirit. He's going he's gonna like to be able to. just purposes. Uh, okay. All right, uh, Tiff, what say you? I'm a charm Ooh, all right. That say is with too- pride. Say with, if, if you're going to do feel like, say yeah, I feel like she didn't commit to it. Let me charm life. There we go. Yes. Simi wow. kind of what a charmed life. <laughs> what? Huh? I appreciate you committing to the bit without before. I don't know these names. The no, any forethought, yeah. What? <laughs> Just diving right in. That's where we're at. Good job, baby. <laughs> Spawning right. Gray is rolling in his grave. <laughs> All right. Steve, what say you? Semi-charmed life for Iris. What's going to the final four? Uh, we're taking Iris all the way. My man. <laughs> man. You think I'm not going to pick the sappy song? You're all out of your minds. <laughs> you that song, boy. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we we are now tied. It's two votes for Semi-Charm Life, two votes for Iris. Donna, you are so the tiebreaker. it's down to the wild card, It's right? down to the wild card. <laughs> all right. So, a song you have not been able to remember well, each round. I've heard it, and I can remember it. I'm gonna vote for Iris. Nice. Yes, wow. it's a, a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. See? <laughs> exactly. Steve gets it. Steve feels it. Okay, Iris is the. Winner Whoa. of the pop rock region. We're gonna win this. Moving to the final four. Eat that, Britney. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're, we're not there yet, are we? No. Future Donna is gonna say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get over to the hard rock alternative section. And we got a matchup here. For the- <laughs> These are horrible so pictures. What is happening? This well, is Jeremy. What did you do? We're in this no, here's, the, here's the thing. It's like I was trying to find a good picture from that music video, but literally every moment of that music video is just hair covering her face like Cousin It, and I just couldn't find it. So I thought I'd just take one from a concert. <laughs> just taking something from Dogma. Ooh. <laughs> no, that's an insanely good call, and I uh, would like to show myself out. <laughs> All right, here we go. The, the the finals of the alternative hard rock region, Oasis, Wonderwall versus Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. Wait a minute. So they're both representing hard rock. Alternative. <laughs> they're the alternative side. Yo, You yeah. Ought to Know is brutal. It was That's alternative like, slash hard rock. I like the hard rock just needs to be cut off of that. Well, it is now because we eliminated all the really the harder stuff. I mean, who's got the white out? <laughs> okay uh so who's getting your vote donna wonderwall or you ought to know i feel like one is more quintessentially the 90s okay you ought to know what it is <laughs> i do so, what's that tip i said they're both quintessentially 90s i would agree uh, okay. maybe i just wonderwall just feels like it's so late 
That no. chord progression, that's all 90s. Drawing pattern? Seriously, yeah. Well, I know what they're voting. So, so Tiff, is that your vote for Oasis? Well, I I love Wonderwall. As early as last year, I was walking around my neighborhood with that on repeat for like two days. I don't know why. I just really just love Wonderwall. Did they call the police and like get you home? Like if you were wandering home for two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were worried. We I were felt worried. You were on a milk box. Yeah. And then she explained it and I was like, I get it. <laughs> did you remember at least the stick of butter, a carton of milk, and a loaf of bread? I did. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. That's a Sesame Street joke, yo. Oh, I caught that. Oh. All right. Okay, Steve, how about you? Sticking sad boy songs and going Wonderwall. Wow. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, Guys, look, look. Am I right? Probably not. Am I still voting <laughs> that way? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Well, it's still America. It's, yes. For for uh, another oh, couple yeah. of days, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like two days left. Yeah. Just or we'll see. Uh, jury's out. But uh, so I'm going to tie it up. I'm going to go. I, I'm going to go with you. Ought to know. That's I, right. For because the, you're of the older crowd. I am of the older crowd. I'm showing my age. No, but again, Generation X. For everything I said, years apart from each other. That's not a generational thing. It's it's a it's a when 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 we're millennial, we're Gen X. When we're when we're talking, I think '90s. It's it's interesting. Early '90s versus late '90s. Although Ewoks, I really do believe you've made a wonderful metaphor. Thank you. But well, Atlantis was similar, smack was in the middle. Like, that was ninety five. Exactly, smack in the middle of night. Because here, and, but here's the thing for me, and that's the lovely thing because it divides me between high school and college because it's all about me. Yes, so uh, I was born in seventy nine. So I turn so like the nineties is the perfect decade for me because it encapsulates my junior high, high school, and half of my college experience. Mm -hmm. So like my entire formative years are in the 90s. And so because, yeah, you're right. Alanis is right smack dab in the middle of that. Uh, Yeah, it's going to get my vote. So Let me uh, throw a wrench in your reasoning. Uh, Wonderwall came out in 1995. So no. Yes, I just looked it up. You just got red pilled, bro. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, it's you know what it's it's the Mandela effect then where I I have thought that you ought to know is that Oasis is later in the decade than it is. Uh, I stand by it. (laughs) All right, so uh, we have a tie. Gabe, you get to be the tiebreaker. Wonderwall or you ought to know what's going to the final four. What do you think? What do you think I'm voting for? How am I so predictable? You're that, wonderwalling it. No, I'm actually I'm not. I'm voting really? for you ought to know. So, You're wonderful. <laughs> what? You ought to know. It's a great song. Despite them. Wow, there it is. Okay. It's a fireball. It's a fireball. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta be sometimes you gotta be sometimes you gotta be angry. Okay? You wouldn't understand. You're a you're a man, Steve. You wouldn't you wouldn't get it. <laughs> I'm a sad boy. He's just sad. He's You're a sad boy because mad. because people like Alanis have yelled at you a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Steve's got white boy pain. Yeah. <laughs> and when is somebody going to address that? He's got a lot of guilt. You want to know rocks? That song rocks. It does. <laughs> it does. It's a great song. 
and it's moving on to the final four. It's going to go up against the winner of the next matchup, the finals in the hip hop region, the greatest hip hop song of the nineties, an all West, an all West coast battle here. Uh, wow. Dr. Dre and Tupac, California love versus Warren G and Nate dog regulate. Who is pictured there? That, <laughs> that's oh, Warren Lord. G. Okay. I'm, sorry. I'm assuming that's who <laughs> that you're asking, and yeah. that you could recognize Tupac and Dr. Dre. <laughs> I was I didn't regulate. <laughs> okay, I All thought right. that was just okay. Obvious. Steve, I will open it up to you. I'll let you vote first. Regulate. All right, number first one, Tiff. How about you? California love. I didn't coach that time. Is everyone happy? Clearly, clearly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One to one, Gabe. How about you? California loves, but they're both both great songs. Both great songs. Both great songs. Yeah, I'm gonna clinch it. Uh, look, I mean, if you're gonna have one rep- one hip hop representative of the of the '90s, I mean, you might as well put the two arguably biggest names in hip hop, Dr. Dre and Tupac, uh, in there, and. Uh, yeah, it's a great song. It's still it holds up. It's it's great. It's, it's getting my vote. It's a wonderful ringtone. It's a wonderful it, it is just a just not during surgery. Yes, it's a good ringtone. Uh yeah, and and that's really what it's all about. If the song can be if a song's not a good ringtone, what's the point? I don't know. That opening to regulate would be an amazing ringtone. And I'm kind of thinking about it. What Ooh, part would you true. make the ringtone? That, just the opening riff. There. That's what I, I found this. That I found would, this would not make a better ringtone than "Semi Charm Line." Okay. Mm. Hey, uh, summer's a little sore. Uh, it's not I, universal, all right. Sore. Someone's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just found this pretty. I just found like a really good angle for me in the zoom. <laughs> I feel like with my arms spread out, I see oh. it was an accident, but I'm kind of like I think I'm going to ride this out. Look at the rest of my <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have much better than the knee. And yeah. the arm. It looked like yeah, a- now I'm like light. I'm like a modern day Spalding Gray. <laughs> <laughs> the real winner of this bracket's been it's Spalding, Spalding Gray. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Call it. Kudos. Yo, <laughs> swimming in Cambodia hive, where are you at? <laughs> All right. It, it is topical references like that as to why we have the following we do today, folks. Oh wow. You got you where you got four? I think we got what four people watching still. Nice. Yeah. They stuck with us. Have, have they fallen asleep? Maybe. All right. Well, we're gonna wake him up because here we are. We're at the final <laughs> four. Jeremy, show yeah, me. Wake up. Where are we at? Yeah, and actually, here we are, guys. The final four of the greatest song of the '90s. And you know what? You know, lawyers be damned. We're gonna get. We're gonna give a little uh, a little treat to everyone who's still watching here. Are you guys ready to hear the four finalist songs? <laughs> For I at least a legally binding amount of time. Ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent. Your You're champion of the pop region, the number three seed, wannabe by the Spice Girls, Jam it out, <laughs> Yo, tell me what I want, what I really, really want. How about the winner of the pop rock region, the number 10 seed Cinderella story, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. And I don't want the world to see me, cause I don't think that they'd understand. 
song is so good. <laughs> so oh my good. God. So the good. winner of the alternative oh in hard rock, Alanis said, you ought to know. <laughs> Coincidentally enough, everyone. Yeah, I cut it off before it. Um, my wife always thought that lyric was cross-eyed bear, not cross-eyed oh, bear. Um, <laughs> which would have just made it way better um, I, in my mind. And the I was wrestled the cross-eyed bear, but that's a whole <laughs> other story. <laughs> the winner of the hip-hop version of Dr. Dre Tupac, California. California. <laughs> Everyone, you guys have fun. All right, what a final four! That is that is not the most of this coming. No, I did not. I could not have picked this coming out before we started tonight. But I, I'm glad we're here, and so let's get to it. Here we go. The first matchup here: the Spice Girls want to be the winner of the pop region, going up. Wow. Wow. wow, that's like that some happens. voting tampering. Yeah, I think Iris wow. was a bit of you are, Yeah, you you were suppressing my you're, you're suppressing my efforts here, Jeremy. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, From the Wizard of Oz for those of you watching. There's a general divide here. <laughs> like many. <laughs> All right, the number three seed from the pop region wannabe versus the number ten seed. From the pop rock region, Iris. Uh, I'm going to open it up. Anybody, anybody feel really strong and want to make a case right off the bat? Donna, go for it. Now that I know what the song sounds like, Iris is beautiful. It's <laughs> heart wrenching. It's just a lovely ballad. I don't even think it's a ballad, but. <laughs> it's totally a ballad. <laughs> it's a ballad. So, are you over the juxtaposition of not knowing why it's called Iris now? I don't know why it's called Iris. Right, but that, that's why you voted against it previously. That's because I didn't remember the song. <laughs> you know, through, through this two and a half hours, we I've learned been we through a journey. <laughs> My character has had an arc. Thank you. This is the end of John Donna's hero's journey. Yeah. Okay. As Joseph Campbell wrote. <laughs> okay, fair enough. One vote for Iris. Uh, Steve, how about you? This is impossible <laughs> um i i'm worried about picking iris because i think that really it's between girls, the spice girls that they, i think they might have a better shot at at going all the way but but my heart of hearts will not let me vote against iris so goo goo dolls all the way that's wow. who i'm backing that's who i'm backing okay tiff what say you Wannabe. How do you want to be losing? I'll tell you what I want. What which, I really wait, want. wait, wait. First, we have to find out which Spice Girl she wanted to be. Ooh. Sporty. Sporty? Yeah. Who so you, to be sporty? Which one was Sporty? She's the one that's married to the soccer player. No, no that's, that's Posh. posh. Okay. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, I loved Sporty. She was the most badass, and she was the best. She's the only one, really, out of all of them that can actually sing. So. Was Spice World a good movie? I'm going to jump in on this one. Uh, no, no, it was not. <laughs> no, Great album, though. Spice World. Great it was album. a movie. Yes, Spice Girls and had a movie. Album. You don't know? You don't remember that? Okay. Well, we'll do it on Guilty Pleasures. Oh, yeah. I'll make that you watch. I'll make you watch. Right up blues, blues shows oh, out. Yeah. I can't believe that was a movie. <laughs> was that a movie. is going to take some grit to get through. Okay. Well, uh, while you think about that, I'm going to agree with Tiff. I'm. I can't believe I'm. I'm. I didn't think I'd be in this position two and a half hours ago, but here I am in this position. And I'm going to say, again, what I said last time, my, same, my rationale holds true. If I'm making a time capsule of the 90s, uh, Wannabe and the Spice Girls are probably in there before the Goo Goo Dolls are in there. So I'm going to, get, I'm going to tie it up for the Spice Girls. Wannabe's going to get my vote. That's going to leave you, Gabe, the tiebreaker. Who's moving on to the finals? Iris. Look, look, look. Wannabe slaps, no doubt. Wannabe slaps, no doubt. But Iris, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yes. And such. And so on. Except. Okay. Iris, the 10 seed, that may be a record. I think that's the lowest seed in any bracket I've done to make it to the finals. It's a comeback kid. Just like Ronald Reagan. Oh boy. I think that's the lowest Every... NCAA basketball seed to win since NC State, my man. That is that's, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that is a deep <laughs> cut. So that's a that is a that's a good run. That is a really good run. So Iris is moving to the finals. It's gonna go up against the winner of oh, a very interesting matchup. Uh oh. Alanis Morissette's You Oughta Know versus Dr. Dre and Tupac's California love. Ooh. Oh boy. Uh Steve, got any thoughts? Really? <laughs> um, I guess I'll go Alanis. I'm really just setting up who's gonna get creamed by the goo goo dolls here. <laughs> wow. So are you Eric like is. pre-planning? Are you trying to rig the bracket? No, if I was trying to rig the bracket, I might go the other way. 90 song? Yeah. I bet might be greatest song ever. I don't know. Wow. Okay. That's a <laughs> You ought to know is the greatest song ever? No, no, Iris is. Oh, oh really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, what? Guys, I got lost. These votes have been brought to you by this half bottle of bourbon. <laughs> wow. It's rather cheap. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tiff. What is he what would say you? This is this is a ridiculous matchup. It really is. This you can't compare these two. Why? But why can't I you compare them? What? Wait, wait, wait! Why can't you compare them? Speaking of which, no, nothing compares to you. Just, just ruffling some feathers here. Oh. Wait, what about nothing compares to you? Oh, right. That's so funny. That's um. 1990, you know, it's right at the end of the 80s. Oh, okay, I was going to say. I, that really was, was that, I thought it was later than that. No, it was, no, it was 1990. It was, it, it was on the, it was on, um, but ultimately, you know, when you get 16, you can choose from for a region, you know, there's, 
tough, you know, tough calls have to be made. Yep. That's why we Ain't have one child. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's two votes for you. I don't know. Uh, Gabe, what say you? Yeah, you ought to know. Woo-hoo. We're not even going to get a shot at this. Okay. Snap. You ought to know makes it to the finals. Donna, did you? Uh... I was going to do it. Well, you were, of course, you were. I, I that would have been tough for me, but I, I, I probably would have. I'm more, I'm more into hip hop than I am into alternative, so I probably my bias would have leaned towards California Love uh, because, and I think that song still holds up. I think you can play amazing. it right now, and you could dance to it, and it, it's got a, it's, it's great. So, but no shame in in making it to the final four. Um, but uh, we're gonna say goodbye to it. And here we go, folks. Jeremy, show us that bracket. People, this is it. This This is is intense. Right here. Your championship matchup of the greatest fighting song of all time. How did this happen? Well, let's listen one more time, guys. Janet Jackson left. (laughs) That's the way love goes. Just saying, folks, this is it right here. The number 10 seed champion of the pop rock region, the Goo Goo Dolls, Iris versus the number three seed champion of the alternative hard rock version, Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. And let's do this. What's, the, I, what's it going to be, guys? I could not have picked this finals for anything. Seriously, if me as a, as a teenager listening in the dark to death metal could see me now singing the praises of the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> and that, yeah. And, and we're, we're, it's in the conversation for the greatest 90s song it's of all time. It's the darkest timeline. Well, maybe, okay, maybe, you know, we, we have not psychoanalyzed as much as we did on our TV theme song bracket. But what, maybe, what won on the TV theme song? I don't want to talk about The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons won. Uh, but there was much. Really? There was some. The very, Jeffersons won over, over Cheers. Cheers. Which was not <laughs> the right call. Well, it, and we, oh. we, we, well, we went okay. with. We went with what we wanted to feel in the moment versus how we, how we felt. kind of felt where cheers was like, like yeah. we needed that in that moment in this quarantine of needing a place to go. But we also needed to be uplifted by the Jeffersons and the and Jeffersons. We, right we talked up. a good 20 minutes probably really? about that one Matt, wow. <laughs> alone. Uh, but ultimately the Jeffersons beat, I believe Mr. <clears throat> Rogers neighborhood in the finals. Uh, I believe that was our that was our final matchup. Uh, a much more maybe predictable matchup than this one is, um, but here we are. So you want to know versus Iris for the greatest '90s song of all time? Uh, Steve, I'm just going to get your vote out of the way. Iris, just next. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I knew that was coming. So okay, Gabe, how about you? Wait, so it's Iris against Wannabe, or is it? Morissette. No, it's Iris versus You Ought to Know. Oh, this is the championship. This is who you. Are, it's it's going to be You Ought to Know. It's going to be You Ought to Know. After yeah. all this cuckoo dolls talk, you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. You know, you're like a, a a toy on a string, Steve. All this time, just leading up to this dastardly. I don't moment. even know who you are. <laughs> Me neither. Like say it's ironic. <laughs> Would one? Well, Alanis would. I mean, Alanis would with Alanis her understanding. Alanis would totally say it's ironic. <laughs> she doesn't right. 
All right, Tiffany, what say you? You ought to know, or Iris? I don't know. You ought to know. Nice. Okay. That's two votes for you. I don't know. Uh, before before I get to our our votes here, uh, Jeremy, you have not gotten to speak up. But uh, what what would what would your vote go to if you had one? Ooh, yeah, I don't like putting on the spot like that. I don't really have opinions on things. Um, no, it's uh, given these two. I understand Alanis is about as quintessential '90s as you can get, man, but. Iris is one of my favorite songs ever, man. I think I'd be going Goo Goo Dolls here. I'm going for the upset. I want well, the Cinderella this guy's story. For Goo Goo he Dolls. got his vote doesn't count. <laughs> I want the upset, man. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Donna, what say you? Are you going to tie it up, or are you going to, are you going to clinch it for Alanis? All right. So as much as I love, now that I know what that's. Great. An hour ago, well, me was like, what, Iris? Yes. Not the song. But when I think of the 90s, I think Alanis. Jagged Little Pill. It hurts. Okay. So well, that, I, I don't even get to vote. I'd vote the same way, but there it is, folks. Your winner. You the greatest 90s song of all time is Alanis Morissette's You Oughta Know. There it is. Yeah, celebratory song, everyone. Wait, what happened? I don't know. You I'll bring it back up when it gets to this part. I was gonna say you gotta cut it off because we're on NPR. <laughs> you gotta cut it off quick because otherwise we can't be otherwise we can't really, be on the NPR feed. I'm gonna try and bring this back up for the last you ought to knows, but only by looking at the video. <laughs> <laughs> nope, see she's still rapping. I can't do it. <laughs> There's no rapping in the good song. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, there we go, folks. We did it. Thank you. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, I want to th- thank everybody who's listening. Before we get out of here, uh, I know I want to uh, I want to give you some time. Let us know what, what kind of projects you got coming up. Uh, Gabe, where can the people find you? All right. Um, Instagram, Calvero underscore sings i release music i have some songs on spotify there's a uh, two calveros i'm the one that i have a hundred monthly listeners the other one has like two it's pathetic so <laughs> check out me calvero i also i started a podcast Ooh. called calvero speaks i was gonna promote it today but it felt like why am i gonna why am I going to promote a podcast today about me talking about myself? It didn't seem right, but it's, it's up there. You can find it at uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Calvero Speaks. Cool. Oh, man, that's all podcasting is, is going on other podcasts to talk about your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Okay, cool. Thanks, uh, Tiff. Uh, anything you got going on? I do not have a podcast, but, um, you know, I have music on Spotify as well. I do things on Instagram. I'm actually working on 
a little uh, video right now that will be featured on Gabe, you know, this, uh, they're called the Paper Machete. They're like a Chicago um, weekly live magazine, but they're not live right now, obviously. So um, they'll be featuring this video. This Because of Rita Wilson. Because of Rita Wilson. Yeah. If you follow the Paper Machete on Instagram or social media, you'll see what I'm making. That's awesome. Also, I'll probably, I'll be posting it on my Instagram as as well, which is at... Fanny T, F A N N Y T E E. Cool. All right, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at the Fake Lou Hair. Um, also, Steve, what you? I, I, I'm sorry, I skipped over you. I skipped over Donna because Donna has no social media. But, uh, I'll be just. Oh, that's so smart! House. Oh my god, I uh, wish. <laughs> uh, Steve, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, no. I'm I'm debating whether to shave uh, my beard or not. No, that's no, keep it. Keep it. Okay, great. You should save it in solidarity for the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh. I think they would, oh. they would like me clean shaven. Oh, man. All right. Well, yeah, you can, uh, as I said, you can follow me on Facebook uh, or on on, on uh, Twitter at The Fake Lou Hair. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, The Front Row Network. We want to thank everybody who watched us tonight or who's watching this video uh, after the fact and uh, chatting in the comments section. We had a lot of fun comments and uh, who's listening to us right now on the podcast. And if you uh, want to get more from us, you can obviously find The Front Row Network wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's uh, iTunes, Spotify, or or you can go to the website, NPR illinois.org we're under the community voices tab Uh, i've uh, got a couple of things with guilty pleasures in the hopper Uh, i just released a episode on uh, the tom hardy movie capone i Mm. sat through that so you don't have to (laughs) Um, here you can you can hear me uh, talk about that movie uh, in great detail also coming up uh, this summer we've got a couple of cool things coming up we're going to be talking about uh, the classic 1984 comedy rhinestone starring (gasps) Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Uh, we're going to be. Donna's reaction was all worth that. <laughs> yes. So we're going to, we're going to be talking about that. You know, I like we to surprise you. I like me. to keep it fresh. Mm. That's just, that's just keeping the magic alive. I like it. Okay. okay. Let's do it. All right. Uh, and also I'm going to be continuing our series on the Tremors franchise. We've covered the first two. We're going to go to part two where we're covering <laughs> Tremors three and Tremors four. So you're going to want to be on the lookout for that. Uh, also everything else we're doing on the front row network, which you can find by following us on the front row network, Facebook page, uh, or on Twitter at front row review with the z uh jeremy did I for leave anything out there no i don't think so we got a ton of stuff we got a ton of interviews coming up in fact um uh, especially our disney show beyond the mouse they are booking uh interviews with disney personalities left and right because i guess none of them are doing anything right now so um those are going to be coming up there uh we got a bunch of stuff that we shot at a few comic cons um and wizard world uh, conventions and stuff some celebrity interviews so just be on the lookout we're going to be releasing all of that content uh here coming up in the next couple of weeks and months so uh you're going to want to you're going to be in on it just follow us follow us and see it 
Okay. Uh, and if you're watching us live right now, these votes are still going on uh, on our Facebook page. I think we're only <laughs> we're just uh, about to enter the Elite Eight. So I, Steve, I, the Goo Goo Dolls are still in it. The Goo Goo Dolls are still in it. Maybe, go to our Facebook page. You can vote daily, and maybe you can help okay. the Goo Goo Dolls actually uh, bring home the the big one uh, and not and, and not choke in the finals. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I want to thank you guys coming on. This is always so much fun and you guys have been great. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope whatever you're doing, you're enjoying your evening. And I, uh, hopefully this was listening to us talk about nineties music for a while was, was something fun, uh, a fun diversion with, uh, I know we got a lot of stuff going on in the world. So I hope everybody's safe and happy and, uh, doing, doing well and taking care of yourself and helping take care of other people. But, uh, in the meantime, I want you to stay tuned to everything we've got coming up for the Front Row Network. We're going to continue to talk nonsense for you uh, to help maybe uh, uh, lighten the mood as much as we can in these times. But uh, until next time, for the Front Row Network, I'm Lou Hare. I'm Donna Hare. I'm Tiffany. I'm Steve. I'm Calvero. And as always, we'll see you in the front row. This episode is a production of the Front Row Network, a proud Community Voices member of National Public Radio, Illinois. For more information and to see the full slate of Front Row Network shows, you can visit frnpod.com or nprillinois.org. You can also find and follow us on social media by searching for the Front Row Network on Facebook and Instagram and Front Row Reviews with a Z on Twitter.